0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and people in attendance at home, from parts unknown, here are your hosts, Jason, Turtleneck Hilton, and legendary luchador, Gringo Fantastical. It is now time for Headlines, Headlocks, and Hijinks.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 9 of Headlines, Headlocks, and Hijinks with... Jason the Hill turtleneck Hilton and
0: legendary luchador and one hell of a model American. Wait, Grig- I'm not that. Wait, good. Never mind. Gringo Fantastical. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Mexican Canadian American. There. Sure, we've hit every bro. part
1: of the northern. We've hit every part of North America.
0: That's right. <laughs> I did but, some things in Guadalajara I'm not proud of,
1: <laughs> or willing to tell you.
0: I am not at liberty to say. So you it know, is. Oh, you I
1: always love that whole. You know, I'd tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Like a, a simple, I can't say would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to threaten me, Dick. <laughs> Like, okay, so you know that barbecue you were invited to? We're just going to go ahead and cancel that for no reason other than my safety. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Uh, so, it's WrestleMania week. It is. Wrestling, first night of WrestleMania is in two days. We had a, uh, a rotten-ass go-home Raw. Right? <laughs> it was like, I watched, I, I, I started watching, I was like, okay, this is going to be great. It's the go-home show for WrestleMania.
1: What a piece of shit. Dude, the only good things they gave us were the video packages for Asuka, the video package for Bianca Belair. Like, man, these are really good. Would have been great if we saw them like two to three weeks ago. Right? Like, wow, this is a great video showing what Asuka's done and why she is a feared competitor. Would have been great if I knew that, you know, before six days.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and, and and like the matches they had, like I gave no shits. Like the the dude, okay. So I was actually kind of looking forward to that Cody Sakoa match, right? I was like, this might not be too bad, right? That was the weakest looking match I've ever seen. Like, like they were just like, I don't know. It's like I was watching a match in slow motion.
1: They did like a perfectly fine mid card you're still in training match
0: yeah and yeah that's a really good way to put it and but like I was like solo super kicks looked weak as shit like it just looked like he was just you know like when you watch when you watch AEW now like they do a super kick and they slap their sides of their legs real hard so it looks (laughs) so it sounds like you know you're getting sorry that was an insider secret but so it sounds like you're getting the kicks but like when they were doing it on but it looks good still you know Yeah It looks like they're like winding back and they fucking shoot a shoot their leg out of a cannon when they kick you know <laughs> But like watching Solo do those thrust kicks and all and like the his his back kicks is like it was just so weak It just it just looked like they were just I don't know it looked stupid
1: And you know I feel weird saying this I'm sure Solo is a total badass the problem is, standing next to Roman, standing next to Jay, standing next to Jimmy, he does not look like the toughest person in that group.
0: And all they had to do was book him. All they had to do was book him to be a bigger monster than what they've had. Like, sure, he's undefeated, but who the fuck's even wrestled? He hasn't wrestled anybody.
1: I didn't even know he was undefeated until they said that. Yeah, I didn't That's either. That's how little his streak means to me.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't either. And they made this big fucking deal about it where they were just like...
1: Oh my God, his streak is broken! Blah, 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 blah.
0: And I'm just like, okay, like that's fine, but I, uh, no, I. But I'd his never... streak
1: was also what eight?
0: Yeah, like yeah, that. He's had what three matches since he's been on the main roster,
1: right? Meanwhile, Jade Cargill is fifty something and O.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Something tells me that those numbers are stacked a little bit, kind of like Goldberg, but <laughs> seven hundred ninety three thousand and O goldberg
1: we, so. we count the handicap match on dark as two <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would too is the worst part oh yeah they totally would <laughs> um, that one gets two wins for our win-loss records that don't matter anymore <laughs> that we said we're gonna matter I, that mattered when cody was there right as soon as he left they just said fuck your win-loss bullshit we don't care anymore
1: i don't even think they show the win-loss record on tv anymore do they I, I, mean, don't I really haven't paid attention, to be honest. But they, yeah, it used, used to be to. right under their name. Yeah, now
0: I don't think it even matters. Now, I'm not. I'm not talking talking shit about the product. Product is what it is. It's it's a very you know, and like some people will be like, I don't like WWE. I like AEW. The thing is, is you can like both because AEW is a completely different product. It's not the, it's not the same. Like you're getting, and people should like both because from what they're not getting in WWE, they're getting on AEW. For what AEW isn't giving them, WWE is giving them. It's just, it would be nice to have one company that could do both, but we're not ever going to have that. So. Right.
1: No, and it is that, always a yeah. little weird when you have to just switch your mindset. Like, the Kenny Omega versus Viking Go match. Like, you have to completely switch your mindset from when you watch Kenny versus Jeff Cobb. Like, no, these are going to be two totally different matches that don't even look like they belong in the same program.
0: No. You know, like, Crowbar was really upset about that Vikingo match. Oh, how well, so. Because, well, Vikingo did this, like, bump where he, like, did a, like, a 450 splash off the apron and he hit the yes. back of his fucking head on the apron. Crowbar's like, you know when Crowbar is like, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, there's a problem. Because, I mean, Crowbar's done his fair share of crazy shit. Right. But But when he comes out and he's just like, no. And I and I and I had actually I'd replied to him on there. I said, "Dude, this is unacceptable." And it wasn't even like five seconds later. I got a follow by Crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so like the AEW was fine this week. Um, I didn't watch NXT because I just didn't. I don't care.
1: Oh, I I looked at the card for NXT Takeover and just went. I have no interest in this week's NXT.
0: No, so Takeover was this week
1: takeover is going to be saturday i believe
0: oh saturday like before mania
1: yes (laughs) which that's that's gonna be a long
0: ass day of wrestling right (laughs) i figured they'd do it friday you know like do it like after do it after smackdown or something you know
1: oh and Um, man the matches there's so much happening so and notice i didn't say there's so much really good stuff happening no there's there's just just a lot happening stuff
0: happening <laughs> like, there's
1: so many multi man matches, it's unbelievable.
0: You're talking about the WrestleMania card or the NXT card?
1: Both, actually. Oh, okay. I hear myself say that. Yeah, like the tag team showcase for both the men and women that he had pointless. no build to it whatsoever.
0: No, I, I don't even know what pointless. they're fighting for. Yeah, there's they're not like getting a title shot or anything, I don't think. Are they? Yeah.
1: If they have, they certainly haven't made it clear. Yeah.
0: Dude, okay, you can't tell me for one second fucking Vince isn't back in charge of booking on the and creative on this because it went from interesting to like garbage really quick.
1: Like, like night and day. It's unbelievable. The difference is just unbelievable. Jesus.
0: Oh, God. So let's get into Mania. I mean, we've kind of, we don't need to really talk too much through AEW. I did that last night a little bit. Um, even though you couldn't speak because your phone was screwed up.
1: <laughs> no, there is one point that I really wanted to make. Okay. Okay. So the Outsiders, they come in. It's Ruby Soho. It's, no, it's the Femme W.O. Yes, the Femme W.O. <laughs> First off, heel move. They took away Ruby Soho, the song from us. Like, all right, she's a heel now. I get it. They must Soraya. have not wanted to
0: pay Rancid anymore.
1: For the... <laughs> right? <laughs> so Soraya comes out with her. Tony Storm comes out with her willow comes out by herself now i'm sorry when do the good guys get together and say hey listen every time we've had a match with these three um they beat the shit out of us afterwards <laughs> let's say we all go down together
0: yeah it's like you know you'd think that like the whole roster would come down there and be like you know fuck these
1: guys right
0: that's not gonna happen Ugh.
1: like even go to jamie Hader made her comeback just go to brit who was there yeah. Say, hey, listen, Brit. We know that we've had our issues in the past, but here's the thing: I'm really sick of getting punched in the face. Could you maybe come down and help out a little bit?
0: You know, and and they're not. I've noticed that they haven't been booking Brit in matches. No. And I don't get it because she's like their best worker.
1: Yeah, she's certainly one of them.
0: Like I mean, she. I mean, Ruby's great, and Tony Storm's great, and Hater's great. Brit Baker's still probably in that top, the top three best workers they have, and they're not even doing anything with her, and I don't understand that. They're having her just kind of stooge out to Jamie Hayter every week. It's like, Britt should be like, they should be doing like something like, I don't know what, they, they need to have like a, a third member or something with them that's not like random to where it's just that monster of the week with the new member of brit and jamie Hader's group you know they need to have some kind of um what's some kind of like plan to go up against the you know the the FEMWO. right you know, they but they yeah
1: i don't know and it's just I, so weird because you can tell they're building to the split between baker and hater but that ship left already yeah like you should have done that when hater was on her hot streak
0: Yeah, and because now it's just, it's just, I just, I don't know, I just don't care. I would love to see Britt Baker, like some of those matches, man, that was one of the reasons that led me to AEW is watching those Britt Baker matches, you know, those real brutal ass matches where she was really putting on a good show. That was one of the main reasons why I started watching AEW because I was like, oh shit, like this is great. These women are bringing it, you know, now it's just like it's the women's matches are just, are just bad. Like now WWE's women's matches are better. Yeah. Again, You know, and it's I like mean,
1: the state of the women's division, something needs to change. And I don't even know what, but like Ty Valkyrie, why is she just being used on rampage? This is your moment to just, Hey, here's the new person. Here's why you should believe she can beat Jade.
0: Yeah. It's it, it. It doesn't make, it makes no sense. Um,
1: like if anything, the FEMWO belongs on Rampage. They're certainly not right? bringing in the ratings,
0: right? Because yeah, because I I am not trying to dog like dog anybody or give anyone any shit, but I I don't care about Soraya, and I don't I don't care about Tony Storm, and the only one of those people I actually like is is Ruby Soho, you know, and that's just because I've known her on a personal level, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, from from the indies, and that's the only reason why I care. But like,
1: and it's yeah. not even them; it's
0: what they're being given to do. Yeah, nothing.
1: Like, like, I just I don't understand why they're all obsessed with green. That that was Jade's whole thing. Is you know money? Yeah,
0: I don't I don't know. The I, the that division died when Serae showed up. It totally did. And it's, and I don't know, I don't know if that's her fault. I mean, clearly she didn't want their division to fail when she came in, you know, right. It's just another, it's just another matter of them not knowing how to properly inexperienced booking. Yes. That's really what it comes down to. And and like, you know what, I know Tony Khan is doing the best he can do. And he really, you know, he has a passion for the wrestling business and, you know, and that's awesome. And I hope for him to succeed because the, the more that he succeeds the better off wrestling is all around for everybody
1: like, like cody was totally right in that promo where he said because i started a new company everyone back there gets a pay bump
0: yeah yeah and you know and, and i hope they get better but the thing is is he needs to call in someone that knows what they're doing
1: i think you know, he's got just way too many plates in the air like yeah he's got a football team he's got a soccer team He's got AEW Dynamite. He's got Rampage. He's got a reality show now, like Ring,
0: a Ring of Honor, you know, and all right. that. Like, I just he he needs to he needs to have that. Like, he's he's head of creative or whatever, but he needs to bring in someone like Dutch or something that knows what they're doing.
1: They or can even, just can
0: just book him,
1: or even you've already got Chris Daniels on your payroll. Just say, cool. Chris. I need you to write a story. Just give me a thing. Fuck,
0: Samoa Joe's there, you know? Yeah. Let fucking Joe book that shit. He knows what he's doing.
1: Right. You like, know? I'm sure, give him a shot. Why not?
0: But, yeah, Tony, I, I think Tony just doesn't, I think he doesn't want to lose control over it, but the thing is, is he already has. Oh, yeah. Because everybody, you know, and like I said, I am i don't want to go by what the dirt sheets say or what. what fucking that joke Dave Meltzer says or you know, or any of these people, because I I don't care. They're all a bunch of dumbasses anyway with their heads in the business where they shouldn't be. But...
1: Well, plus, like, who's your source? A guy who called you? Yeah. And just said, here's what totally happened. It's only my side, but here's what happened.
0: Yeah, and there's, like, all that stuff going on, too, with, like, Moxley like, talking about that shit with CM Punk and with... and making AEW being, like, a, you know, a giant clusterfuck in the back, basically is what he said, and... (laughs) and
1: which is the weirdest thing of like boy um that's a great morale boost i guess
0: yeah i mean he probably that that's how moxley is though he's he says whatever's on his mind he doesn't care sorry he's always been that's why he didn't work in that's why it didn't work out for him in wwe because he wanted to say whatever he wanted to say right and, and you know vince doesn't like that shit
1: no it was amazing when i saw the highlights of the sessions with moxley yeah like okay here's the highlight he said nothing he literally said he just wanted to keep out of it. Yeah, I'm not sure how you get a highlight out of that, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't say anything, but at the same time, he's just like, I mean, but then he's like, you know, I've never seen so much bullshit yeah, in a locker room than ever before in my life. And that's like, that's telling you right now the professionalism of that locker room. And, and he also did say it wasn't everybody. You know, he did say there were people back there that just wanted to work and like get better and things like that, but there's like a group of people back there that just want to it's like, that sounds a lot like late WCW to me.
1: Yes, it does.
0: You know, like I said, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I'm sure there's other people that are there that probably could would agree with me. Because that's just how it seems from my end. I still but...
1: love the idea, that whole Andrade-Sammy Guevara thing. Like, <laughs> I just love the concept of, listen, if you punch Sammy Guevara, I'm not going to fire you okay that's a really weird threat
0: yeah fucking vince would have had him packing right you know like
1: like extending your non-compete you're not getting paid a dime
0: well say what you want to say about vince but that but that bro like that dude like demands respect like he commands it oh yeah you know like you don't fuck around when vince is around but they don't that's not the same thing with tony khan no these guys in the back are just like it's just tony he's our friend you know
1: and I think that's the problem is like, dude, when you're the boss, you can be friendly, but you can't be the friend.
0: Tony just needs to remove himself completely. And then they, and, and another thing that, and and this is storyline narrative shit, but the, one of the things that could really fix that, and I know a lot of people frown on this, especially the people that like the Indies as much as AEW fans do, they need to have an authority figure angle. And there to keep shit organized storyline storyline wise, they need to have a heel authority figure back there to keep shit going, like the like the Helmsley McMahon era or something like that. But Tony's not a wrestler, and Tony's not a you know a star or anything. So he needs to like somehow manage to turn that over so they have something like that because that's the only way that they're going to be able to control the narrative. That no no offense to. <laughs> three, yeah that bullshit but like but that's the how that's how it's gonna have to work and whether you this is like way fucking off kilter and this would never happen in a million years but you know what they need to do go ahead <laughs> they need to have Jim Cornette come in as an authority figure
1: that'd be great everyone fucking it's... hates
0: him already and you know Tony'd be paying him some big butt- you know everybody's got a price and so does Jim
1: oh yeah you know, so well, if you put enough zeros after a number, I'm sure.
0: And and it would be nice if Jim. That's the thing about Jim Jim cornette Like he's a very old school mentality about the business. He has a way he sees things, and it's not always right. No, you know, like th- there are a lot of what he says makes sense, but but it's based on an entirely like past way of doing things you know what i mean and that past way of doing things still works in wwe because they still run that that way
1: but people don't ass off on social media as much
0: that's the big thing they should make all the motherfuckers stay off social media
1: like it's really gotten to the point of okay can't believe i have to say that but before you send a tweet you have to send it to our department they and should. they have to look at it and say, "Okay, you can post this."
0: When you're a public figure, and you have a and you have a business that's a multi million dollar business, and you've got a bunch of people like tweeting about whatever the fuck they want or whatever interview they want. There should be consequences. You know what I mean? Instead of just being like, because that's like I've said before, that's all Tony does, and they're just like, "Ah, Tony's our friend. It's fine.
1: Like, we'll say whatever we, talk- we want." Like we were talking about Meltzer. In my not so humble opinion, if I'm running a business and someone in my business is tweeting, texting, whatever, saying, oh, my God, this guy is such a problem. It's chaos back here. It's unbelievable. Like, okay, the instant I find out who this is, I will happily make an example of you.
0: Yeah. And and it really boils down. And Jim Cornette is 100% right about this. Tony is too busy wanting to be everybody's friend.
1: Yes, he is. And
0: that's why that's why their ratings aren't great. That's why they're having a lot of issues backstage. That's why it there's a every problem could be solved to Tony just step back as owner. You know what I mean? it's like I'm I own this thing, whatever. And he puts someone in charge, like fucking Bill Watts. Fucking right. Bill Bill Watts will make shit happen the way it's supposed to happen. You know, you may not like his methods. It may not be a very great way to do things but bill watts will get you some respect you it know what it worked I mean? like he doesn't that guy doesn't fuck around
1: <laughs> you know? and, maybe, and maybe they've gotten to the point of okay you two don't like each other there's a ring everyone is gonna leave for 10 minutes whatever happens happens i don't care
0: fucking like tony has got enough money to like fucking make a deal with dana white to put those motherfuckers in an octagon <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he could work that out to where they could have a legitimate fight in the octagon. Or slap fight
1: if we want to do it quickly.
0: Or slap fight, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, I forgot about that shit. God damn it.
1: Most people did. (laughs) Like, it is not taking off at all.
0: Except for the guy on Twitter who yelled at me when I spoke out about how stupid it was. Who yelled at you on Twitter? Some rando that, like, doesn't follow me or, like, doesn't, like, just saw me post something. And he was like, "Well, my my friend is my friend does the slap competitions, and that's how he supports his family." And I'm like, "I think there's better ways for you to just right, support like, your family than than slapping somebody in the okay. face or getting a concussion, getting slapped in the face." You there's jackass. There's plenty of
1: people who support their families in ways that I look at and go, "All right."
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, fuck, I can go be a drug dealer and be able to support my family. <laughs> Doesn't make necessarily make it right.
1: Or you like, know what I mean? even the guys from jackass like i support my family by falling off a roof like okay that makes no sense to me but i guess people are paying to watch you i mean i just told the guys like you know what that sucks for
0: your friend that he has to do that but i mean i guess you got to do what you got to do to support your family that's all i said i mean that's that's the most like switzerland i could be about that you know what i mean (laughs) But and then on and on the inside, because that's the shitty part of being being a pseudo celebrity like I am. Like the shit I say, and we've had this conversation before. The mm-hmm. shit that I say can come back at me because I'm a fucking like personality. Um, but sometimes I just want to tell these people like you're fucking stupid. <laughs> like,
1: and sometimes why... that's the answer to the question. Like, I'm and, sorry. Oh,
0: God so annoying like I'm, i try to be a nice guy but sometimes someone just needs a nice kick in the pants
1: right someone, someone
0: needs to get a, the, the nice tag to the cock
1: pack. <laughs> jackass like i'm sure um, we've all had that moment where someone we knew had to come up to us and say just so you know you're totally in the wrong here
0: yeah i need you to know that yeah you're being a little bit of a dick bro right like, you know that's how vince russo would say it you need a little bit of a dick bro so bro, when you did that thing, bro, you will be in a dick, bro. It's kinda of, that's kinda of like that's kinda of like a Vince Russo meets uh uh fucking what's this nuts from the god, Marlon Brando.
1: <laughs> I put too much cheek into it.
0: Yes. <laughs> let me let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead a pizza and if you don't like it, you're gonna have to deal. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, my friends and I, we were talking about whatever we were talking about. And someone says, oh, yeah, it's like the movie Goodfellas. And one of my friends says he's never seen Goodfellas. Yeah. So to entice him, they go, it's just as good as The Godfather. And with the best response goes, I hated The Godfather.
0: Yeah, The Godfather was uh, slow.
1: My biggest problem with it, I've never had to control the volume so much while watching a movie. Because anytime they talk, it was really quiet like this. But then all of a sudden, we're walking and now it's really loud. Yeah. God. I still have a problem. That horse scene where they find... And spoilers. Where they find a horse head in a guy's bed. Like they, haven't watched, the they, show. they haven't watched it by now. They're not going to watch it. Right. Spoilers <laughs> from the movie from 1975. <laughs> and yeah, the guy wakes up with a horse head in his bed. And my big question is, he didn't wake up while they were putting a horse head in his bed. How heavy of a sleeper are you?
0: Apparently, you shouldn't be in the mob if you're that heavy of a sleeper. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What's, the, what's that? Uh... Yeah, never mind. I was, I was thinking about something and I forgot the hell I was talking about. Something about the Godfather that I was going to make fun of and I lost it.
1: Oh, there's a guy on youtube michael franzese he used to be in the mob then he got out and helps people do the whole hey don't do what i did one of those gimmicks yeah and he was giving rules that the mob live by that are great for business he said this one mobster got killed at two o'clock in the afternoon and someone held up a newspaper and goes look at this guy gets killed two o'clock in the afternoon and he's going to the Like, he's going down the driveway in his pajamas. Like, what's he doing in his bathrobe at two in the afternoon? (laughs) And all I heard was, that is a weird detail to add in that story. Yeah. like In his bathrobe. Uh -uh. uh, Who in the Washington Post is going, and the notorious Gucci was going to the paper, wearing a bathrobe? (laughs) Okay, that's an... very specific detail that's
0: the pop that gets people interested from seeing something they see every other day in the paper they're like (laughs) oh i see this yesterday oh this guy's got a bathroom holy shit wow this is a really good story next time it'll be like a man walking his
1: labradoodle like
0: (laughs) oh man he tastes a labradoodle oh
1: that's different and i know what you're all thinking was this man super ripped and really hot no. No, he was not. I can promise. He <laughs> liked a
0: little bit too much of the pizza. <laughs> it's too hard for him to get away. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, Anywho.
1: Ah, so, you want to do some predictions? Let's
0: do some predictions. Let's
1: do some predictions. Prediction. Alright, so, Wrestlemania 39. We're starting off with Theory versus John Cena.
0: Yeah, which I'm glad that wasn't the main event because the way they showed it on the posters, it looked like that was going to be the main event. Right. And I was like, oh, why? Like, I don't even give a shit about this match. We all know that freaking Theory's going to go over. That's my that's my prediction.
1: Dude, so I kept seeing online that Theory cut this generational promo on Monday Night Raw. Problem is, he had no fans in the arena to hear it. But then I saw it and just went, it was fine like it was a perfectly okay promo but this whole generational like Mick Foley should be insulted
0: yeah yeah that like I listened to the promo and I was just like this sounds like every other fucking promo I've heard on Raw for the past five years right don't give a shit like and it's not even because I don't like Austin Theory because Austin Theory is a great worker I just don't like his face (laughs) one of the motherfuckers who's got this punchable face you know like you just look at him. You're like, man, this guy needs to be fucking clocked. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. Like, there's, it's like the the other guy that in wrestling that like has the punchable face that JD McDonald or whatever. JD McDonough. Yes. Yeah, that guy has the most punchable face I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I look at him and I'm like, I get bloodlust. <laughs> like as soon as I see his face, I'm like, I have to punch this guy and make him bleed.
1: The other weird thing about Austin Theory, his beard. Like I truly wonder, you know there are combs, right? They they can be used for that too. I promise. <laughs> like I've done it. Oh. It'll get the knots out. It'll be straight. It's fantastic, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: But, I, yeah I, I, I have know. I have theory going over uh, unless they do something weird where Cena wins, then does an open challenge and we get switchblade J White, but
0: yeah, I've heard I would that. just I've bury heard that. theory. Yeah, it would, um, or start like a really nice feud between the two of them. I don't know. I, I I don't know if Jay White would be the guy to to do that if they did do that because I I don't know. I there's uh, there's lots of theories going on. No offense, Austin Theory, no pun intended. <laughs> but uh, Austin Theorem. If he wins, if he, he's Austin. He's Austin Theory right now. If he wins, he's Austin Theorem.
1: If he loses again, he's back to hypothesis. That's
0: right. <laughs> My theory my theory is that theory is going to be a theorem. That's a fucking <laughs> mouthful. God damn it.
1: <laughs> Alliteration is fun, kids. It is. <laughs> uh, so, in yeah. no particular order from here on out, we have Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley.
0: All right. Who do you have going over?
1: I think Rhea has to go over. Like, Charlotte loses nothing by losing again, and it just gets her closer to her dad's record, which she'll hit in record time. Now, Rhea did have what I think might be the single dumbest line I've ever heard her say in a promo. On SmackDown, she actually said, Charlotte doesn't fear Rhea Ripley. She respects her. The only thing Charlotte fears is her own potential. Which, man, I'll bet that sounded really good when whoever wrote that down wrote that down. But the instant you say it, that is stupid. (laughs) You know what that reminds me of? because i have half the brain that you
0: do oh poor sid the Old sid vicious promo that's what it's sad like. that sounds like a sid vicious promo
1: the second favorite i have from him because that that's the favorite if that's not your favorite you just haven't seen that yet yeah yeah the, the second best one is definitely when he's going off then just i'm sorry man that was bad can we do it again like we're yeah. Live camp. yeah he's like we're live pal and as i was saying
0: oh god Sid Vicious
1: oh god there was a moment on AEW when Daniel Bryan turned on Mox no on Kenny Uh, yeah all I could think was man I miss Prime JR if we had Prime JR going crazy with his by god he's turned on Kenny Omega the (laughs) dragon has sold his soul for the Black Cold Combat Club I we need that. It would have been so good.
0: Now the, the problem is, is we have Tony you,
1: Schiavone who instead goes, "Man, he really kicked him."
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the problem is, is like no one cares. Like, you, yeah, there's no co- that commentary can't even can't even be done because nobody gives a shit like that. It would and the stars like no no offense to like Kenny Omega, but Kenny Omega is not Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, you know, and you know, in the attitude era, where he was like fucking over the fucking moon. You know what I mean? And Kenny Omega is just Kenny Omega in AEW. It's this, you know, he, he's good, he's great, whatever. But he's not enough for that to be like a big impactful event. Even Jr. wouldn't have been able to save that. No, like it could've, he could he could have tried, and it he could have given the voice to it. But that's maybe, it. maybe if maybe if Jr. was like consistently on the show. Doing that, like it would make sense because JR J- always had a tendency of making those fucking guys, oh. and he would have already made them prior to that that moment, like during that entire match with Blackpool and Kenny, and he'd be building Kenny up the whole time, like, oh yeah, yeah, and the history between them and stuff like that, and then the oh my god, he turned on you know, and then it would then it would have been impactful, but I don't even think that.
1: You this- know who's my unlikely face in AEW right now? Who's that? Don Callis, Don Callis is the Don hero Calis. we all need because he's taking Kenny away from the Bucks and he's giving us the best belt machine again. <laughs> and I feel so weird saying it, but everybody—he's trying to remove Kenny from the Bucks, like good, yeah, good. We we get to see New Japan Kenny Omega instead of this. Yes, let's have that, please. You see Mo- I support Don Callis for whatever he's doing.
0: Did you see Moxley fuck up that shot backstage? Yes
1: oh my god the guy is I feel weird I thought pain. Moxley bleeding was a sure thing on my bingo card I did not have it as chaos.
0: dude like it's a prime example as to like how they're not careful enough
1: no, no. dude.
0: they said that he was cut so deep you could see his skull
1: someone said it looked like someone took a hatchet to him
0: yeah like that's fucked up man like moxley knows better be careful you know what i mean like
1: especially to the best of my knowledge don Callis is not a wrestler anymore no like there was was no he was barely
0: a wrestler when he was wrestling right you know like but yeah like no that's the thing man They're, they're they're so goddamn loose cannoned around that place that people are getting fucking hurt left and right because no one has any goddamn restraint and there's and like we were talking about before no one's fucking holding anybody
1: accountable and there's no need for that there's no. no need at all
0: all that's doing is fucking injuring people and it's going to cause long-term damage and yeah like like of the fucking excessive use of the pile driver oh yeah for a bunch of people that aren't experienced enough to use a pile driver now i now granted daniel bryan i could probably trust him to do a power a, a pile driver but not after 45 minutes in a fucking iron man match
1: or even, was there a need for Adam Cole to take two pile drivers? Couldn't the story of Ben Garcia going for the pile driver, but Adam thwarting it every time?
0: Yeah, there's no reason to do pile drivers anymore.
1: No, it's too, and it's if too you do it, dangerous. it had better be to end a career or something.
0: Yeah, it's, it's too goddamn dangerous. There's no reason for them to do this, but there's nobody holding anybody accountable because goddamn inmates are running the asylum. You know?
1: Which, hey, I got dragged for this one, but I will say it until I'm dead. Unless your name is The Undertaker or Kane, no tombstones. Right. And if your name is not The Undertaker or Kane, the tombstone had better be the end of the match. Yeah. Like, okay, I love Kazuchika Okada. I can't stand when I see him do a tombstone and the guy just gets right back up.
0: It's taking a shit on everything those other guys did. Yeah, you know, but the, like, the, that Japan style is like that. They they never really cared. Like it's been more like, and you know, ECW kind of started all that bullshit.
1: Oh, kicking out of the finisher three yeah. four times. Yeah, Although, I do love Kazuchika's finisher is the Rainmaker, which is a lariat. So yeah. everyone kicks out two three times. Like maybe you should switch that up, buddy.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: your finish is more of a, like, move.
0: (laughs) There's only one, there's only, you know, Bradshaw had a hell of a lariat.
1: Oh, a great one. But Stan Hansen would be That's what I was
0: getting ready to say. Stan Hansen is the fucking definition of a lariat. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) or even Bruiser Brody.
1: So I read somewhere, someone was asked what it was like working with Stan Hansen and why he hit so hard. (laughs) I just says well stan really needed glasses and he couldn't wear them while wrestling so he would misjudge the distance all the time <laughs> like okay amazing <laughs> oh and if you ever have a chance to see oh my god uh la parka yeah he's love morphed love in, he's morphed into stan hansen yeah that's amazing he totally has. he's just a big burly guy wearing the La Parka skeleton and Good. just punches people all the time
0: that makes me so happy to know that, I, that there's a luchador that's a big old beefy bastard that's just close to people that gives me hope for
1: my career I, s- <laughs> I saw it was at a GCW event it was La Parka versus Masato Tanaka and oh my god I expect. I don't know yeah. what I expected when I read this, but I did not expect La Parca to just go out there and, all right, we're doing this Smash Mouth Cowboy style. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Me, <laughs> like, he, he, yeah. just, he got pretty hardened in his old age. <laughs> right? He's like, it. Because we're talking about like the original. We're talking about La Parca, the chairman of WCW, La Parca. Yes. L.A. Park, right?
1: Yes. How it goes
0: by now. Okay, yeah, because there's like 15 La Parcas. Like, one of them just died not too long, a few years ago, and then...
1: Oh, it's weird explaining who Mystico is. Like, there's Mystico, Myst Seas, then he was Sin Cara. (laughs) Yeah, like... And a different person played all of them at one point. Ah, fuck. It's hard telling. It's like the Samoan family tree. Like, if you don't have a whiteboard when you're explaining it to someone, you're not going to be able to do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Fair.
1: And you wind up looking like what's his name from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with all the lines on the port. Oh yeah.
0: That's that's pretty funny. God, I haven't watched that show in forever.
1: Oh, it's good. It's so good. I highly recommend it.
0: I love the my favorite episodes are Lethal Weapon 5. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: that's
0: so ridiculous. It's like you shouldn't laugh at it, but you do because you're like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs>
1: it still blows my mind i didn't discover it until like season five or something yeah the very first episode is the one the gang gets racist (laughs) it's just trying to prove they're not racist like wow that was the pilot
0: (laughs) yeah and the roddy piper episodes are great too
1: oh they're so good anything with roddy is good
0: yep uh all right, so, so we're, talking we about, the... we're talking about Rhea and Charlotte, and we both yes. say that is going to go over.
1: I don't see how she doesn't.
0: It depends, man, if Vince is behind the book or the booking sheet. I I'm see Charlotte going over. There.
1: I'm even confident there because Charlotte's only a 14-time champion, yeah. and you know they want to get her at least to 16.
0: Yeah, true. And who knows how long she's going to be able to hold up, you know? right. <laughs> injuries well she hasn't been injured too much so
1: although she is terrified of her own potential so who knows oh maybe one day she reaches 15 and goes i don't know i'm scared of success now
0: whatever fucking like grad student intern fucking wrote that line needs to be fucking tarred and feathered (laughs) (laughs) in a goddamn like street crossing in the middle of medieval england because shut the fuck up with that artistic crap God damn it. You're making Rhea look bad. You're making Charlotte look bad. You're making everyone look bad and you're pissing off everyone with your fucking shitty writing. Stop it.
1: That's one of those weird things of you hearing and just go do you need a testosterone injection or something? Like what is happening? <laughs>
0: Sounds like somebody with low T wrote that segment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that was one that's, of the best when the UFC they have banned steroids but you could still get trt therapy mm-hmm. so of course everyone went to brazil and shockingly the heavyweight champion had the testosterone of a little girl so they had to give him all the horse testosterone think you should, all of it you <laughs> can have the whole enchilada oh like there's this guy vitor belfort do you know who that is mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing there's trt belfort who looks like mr olympia yeah and then there's <laughs> regular vitor belfort who looks like a guy. Yeah. A guy who works out.
0: There's a guy and then Ken Patera version.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god.
1: So okay. for the tag team championship, we have the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens.
0: I have interesting theories about this No offense Austin theory. I love doing that. It's so stupid.
1: I have my own way I want to see this go, but go for it.
0: You want me to go first? Go for it. I see Kevin turning on him. Okay. I do. I see Kevin. You know what though? It would be different if I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I see Kevin turning on him because of all the hugging and all that bullshit they've been doing. It's too goddamn convenient.
1: I actually had that after SmackDown. I flat out put, man, for a team, Kevin is really insulting Sammy a lot. Yeah. Like he did the whole oh, I get it, you want to come out second because you get the bigger pop than me. Like, okay, you're you're kind of digging a little here.
0: Because I've heard through this, I inadvertently heard through the dirt sheet chatter on Twitter that Roman's planning on taking some time off. So it's like what if Kevin fucking like, takes it, helps, he, he turns on it on Sammy, but then he helps take the title off of Roman and then fucking Kevin Owens becomes like the fucking head of the table. Okay, which would be weird, but I
1: totally would. <laughs>
0: but then there's another side of me that's like thinks that in this ma- in this tag match that Jay's gonna fucking turn on Jimmy in the middle of the match.
1: I kept thinking that for the longest. Where I've landed is, I think Kevin and Sammy are gonna lose, but I'm fine with Kevin Owens turning. <laughs> I don't think it's happening at Mania though, no. But I do see the Usos retaining, and it's going to play into the main event, which we'll get to. Why not give everybody a little something to keep them on the hook? Yeah, there you go. That's a storytelling device, I've sure, is. <laughs> sure is,
0: sure um, is. But yeah, so I yeah i I didn't really know who's going to win that match. Like I couldn't really pinpoint. I I was thinking if Kevin turns on him, then it's going to be the Usos are going to win. I don't see Kevin. I guess I don't see Kevin and Sammy getting the tag titles. It doesn't make much sense.
1: I mostly don't see it. One, I want to see a tag team be the tag team champion. I nice. am so sick of these thrown together tag teams.
0: Well, I mean, in 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 their defense, those two are always been to, like they're friends. They've been together, blah blah blah. Like they're not just like two randos. Like oh, Stro- they are be Strowman 90... and Ricochet, you know?
1: Oh, they are going to be ninety years old having that match in some armor.
0: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's only... it's a weird match.
1: The only time I saw a thrown together tag team that I loved more than any other tag team on the roster was when Kurt Angle was thrown with Chris Benoit. And they couldn't get along. So they kept trying to one up each other during the match. Yeah. And the problem is, they were both so insanely good at the art of wrestling. Yeah. That even when they were arguing just who does the better German, it was so fun to watch.
0: That you know, was back when the guys like knew what they were doing and could build a match. But like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'm 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 intrigued to watch that match because I want to see how it's going to go down. So I guess they've done their job in that aspect, but at the same time I'm still on that bandwagon where the the wrong guys fucking facing Roman Reigns at fucking WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, I can see that. I'm still like they botched something special. You know, they tried to do that shit with Kofi Mania, but I didn't really care about Kofi Mania. I was like, okay, whatever, you know cool. Kofi needs to, it'd be cool to see Kofi with the title. He deserves it more than deserved it, you know? And even though they had him job out the Brock in like eight seconds and a few weeks, few months later, but
1: that uh, was an absolute atrocity.
0: It sure was, but yeah, like I'm still just butthurt about Cody winning the rumble. Like I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like this whole, I'm sure the match will be good between Cody and Roman, but I'm still just like, why? I don't care. Like, right? <laughs> you guys basically took like my hopes and dreams of a really cool Mania main event, and you took a shit on it. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know? Like, I'm still probably gonna get a really good Mania main event, but I feel like it could have been better.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, and I think, and depending on how that ends, I think that's how the crowd's gonna feel, too. Especially if it, it goes over just like a random. Well, nothing ha- Like, like they do. Like, nothing happens at all. And, right. and, Ro- and roman just goes over like actually I, i'd be okay with roman going over to be honest
1: and especially because like you said not long ago triple h is worried they might be cheering for sammy over cody yeah well yeah wrestlemania is the smartest of the smarks who are showing up
0: yeah this might
1: be one of the few raw after manias where the fans really do take over again
0: yeah and maybe they should and, and the, actually and,
1: voice like hey we're the guys who actually pay for this we really want to see this
0: yeah i mean remember when they fucking all the whole family came out they came out to the ring and they're like we realize that we haven't done you know, oh we yeah it was
1: right after baron corbin was in charge of raw
0: yeah and they came out and said we realize we haven't been giving you fans like what you want and we're gonna really try to fix that and then they never fucking did you know wait <laughs> That's kind of what's happening now. It's like they're the fan base has spoken to see, and that's that's one thing about Tony Khan I can say. Tony Khan really listens to his fans as to the things they want to see, but and Triple H did too. But that's why I don't think Triple H is in charge anymore. I think that as soon as Vince came back, he's been he's been kind of like he's been the the fucking gimmick that he was for the Undertaker, where he was the the fucking.
1: Oh, the, um, not the master, but, oh, yeah. where he pulled the hood the off. The higher power or that whatever. One.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I think's happening, like, outside of, I think for real, not even gimmick. Like, he's just, he's fucking pulling the strings and they're just pretending and telling the media and all the smarks and everything that, that Triple H is still in charge.
1: Because that oh, would Nick explain. Con even did the whole... I assure you, he went to Raw, he's going to Mania, but he's only ever said it was a good show. He never actually had anything like, I don't believe you. Bullshit. First of all, your whole job is to be a lying snake.
0: Yeah, it's it's
1: bullshit. Here's the thing, we need lying snakes in the world. Like, you guys build business empires and whatnot, but that's your job.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So
1: we're going to see how it's right up there with human resources. Like no <laughs> one likes you, but you're needed.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a necessity.
1: Cause like, sure. Every now and then you're going to get the, uh, I felt really uncomfortable when this person said, I like your shirt. Yeah. But then every now and then you get the real one. Yeah. And right. that's when you get to actually play. Eye of the tiger and actually do your job. <laughs>
0: Rise it up. Back on the street. Human resources. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which by the way, the thought that CM Punk has never seen a Rocky movie. Liar. Right, like fucking liar. Everyone's oh, seen Rocky 3. Like you have it has to be an active choice to not see it at this point. <laughs> It has to be like you have gone out of your way to change the television when it comes on.
0: Fuck, like if you watch the Family Guy episode with like Lois as the boxer and like...
1: Right, you it, saw Rocky. Then you've,
0: then you've seen Rocky Three. so... Yes. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see how Mania gets booked, though, and it's... If Mania is booked poorly and shittily, if that's a word... Um, it is now. It works. It is now. <laughs> then we know Vince is in charge. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'll, I'll be able to tell, like right off the bat after day after after night one, I'll be able to tell who's in charge of booking because Vince has a very way, of, very particular way of doing things, and I've been watching them for my entire life, so I'm able to pick up on that shit. And so. speaking
1: of shitty decisions, next up we have Logan Paul against Seth Elton John Franklin Liberace the Joker Rollins. <laughs> I saw you post that the other day. It's fucking great. Because well, it's like, fucking true. And really, it's one of those what are you? Like, I, I don't even say this is as an asshole. I say this is a concerned citizen. What are you?
0: I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's like an alien or something. Like, Someone's someone fucking dumped, like body switched fucking the real goddamn Colby Lopez. Like, and now, now we've got like fucking Donald Sutherland.
1: Like it, if one day they just show the camera coming into a room and you see Seth like snorting angel dust, perfect. It's all explained. I get it. That I get it. Yeah. it.
0: yeah, that would that would, I'd be like, okay, fine, cool. Gets <laughs> whacked out of his gourd because of the smack. Okay, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, but like other than that, I don't know. I don't understand his gimmick.
1: Exactly. It's I like, don't get it. I don't get the voice and why it's so slow sn- Early for no reason <laughs>
0: I, I kind of like yeah he's like snidely whiplash
2: like, yes <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah like I don't
0: I don't understand like I you know what I liked I liked the Monday night Messiah I that I understood that it made sense right. you know what I mean like and then it wasn't very good but I understood it you know like but now he's just like, yeah I don't understand but th- you know what that match that's going to be a bathroom break match for me. I'm sure they're going to have some really cool spots because Logan Paul is a goddamn spot monkey and I don't care what anyone says. That's what he is. That's all he is. He's not a good worker. He's a fucking spot monkey.
1: Depending you know? on who you listen to, his contract is up after this WrestleMania. That's what which I heard. I'm perfectly fine with
0: go to AEW where that things that things like how they work over there.
1: Like go sell fake crypto to people who still believe in that.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I hope I hope he goes away and doesn't come back. But some people think he's gonna come back for summer slam. It's like, this guy is a goddamn travesty of a human being. Like, yeah, he's just an awful person. Why are you putting him on a card giving him a spot that these people that have worked their asses off their entire fucking careers to get into deserve this spot why are you giving it to this fucking ass clown what because he can jump really far across the ring
1: becky lynch talked shit about him on live television like she was doing some morning show and of course so your husband is facing logan paul what do you think about celebrities getting into wrestling and her response i don't love it for those of you curious that is polite corporate speak for this is fucking bullshit
0: yeah yeah yeah, good for her. Good for her for saying that, too. Right. Because, right. I'm sorry, and that's the thing, I and I, I'm not alone. Anytime I've mentioned how much I fucking hate the fact that this guy is, like, getting this much of a spotlight on something I love, I never see somebody being like, well, you know, Logan. No, I, it's always people being like, no shit. Like, 100% agree with you. Like, why do? why are they doing
1: this? And I feel so weird saying it, but folks just google him that's it i'm not telling you to add anything after his name just google him he's not known for being the best person on the planet right like we all have our faults not many of us have this many this guy's shit
0: reads like a fucking demon's resume right like a really stupid demon (laughs)
1: like even when everyone started finding out who he was was probably the Japanese suicide forest.
0: Yeah, and that was like, that was a strong, like, that's the first time I'd heard of him. That was the last time I wanted to hear of him.
1: And it's amazing when you think of it and go, guys, just so we're all clear, it wasn't live. He had the footage and actively chose to edit a dead person into his video. He, yeah,
0: he, like, interviewed him or something. Yeah. What a like, fucking asshole.
1: And here's the thing. We've all done stupid things, but most of us are smart enough to say, Wow, that was really dumb. I should not make it known that I did this.
0: Yeah, you know it's bad when that PewDiePie guy comes out and is like, "Bro, <laughs> you know what I mean?" <laughs> <laughs> and and then that, and then he did that, and now and he got even more fucking popular, and more people loved him. You don't know, want to know why? Because he's part. Of, this is gonna make me sound like an old bastard, but he is part of this fucking social media goddamn generation of goddamn degenerates i don't even mean that dx but like he's just this fucking degenerate that shouldn't be famous shouldn't be making millions of dollars shouldn't be on my fucking wrestling show something that i fucking put all of my time into now i have to see this fucking asshole on there you know i'm i'm pissed off that he's in my goddamn wrestling game i don't even
1: want to see him you know, like, fuck Logan Paul, you know? Oh, one of my new favorite, it's one of those it's just a prank, bro. This guy comes up to somebody, does an air horn right next to their face, which, first of all, that could cause someone to go deaf, just so we're all clear, and it's on a bridge. Well, this guy turns around, sees the guy, pauses for just a moment, then picks him up and throws him off the bridge into a river. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole time, like, good. Good. You learned something today, didn't you, buddy?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know what? Like, I've always thought of myself as being a pretty nice guy, but I can guarantee if you put me across from a ring with Logan Paul, you're going to see a shoe. Right. And I am not exactly a not – I'm not a Billy badass, and I've never claimed to be, but I know my way around a fight. More
1: so than that anus thing could does. I would rip that motherfucker apart. So, true story. I don't know if this is still accurate because I haven't checked. At one point in time, I held the record for the fastest pin in high school wrestling in my state.
0: Ooh.
1: I lost. Nice. You lost? I lost. He was <laughs> the
0: quickest getting pinned. And That's awesome. the weird
1: part is, I couldn't even tell you what happened. Like, they said Go. I looked up at the lights, and I lost. I have no idea what the dude even did. Mm. And it was one of those, like, he had a name with a few too many consonants that I couldn't pronounce, and letters that aren't on our keyboards.
0: Fair. And of course,
1: like, no, that checks out. We're good.
0: So the last time I was in an amateur wrestling match, I got banned.
1: (laughs) Okay, Balls. What happened, Balls Mahoney?
0: (laughs) It, true story, man. Like, I was, I was on the wrestling mat. We were down in the position. Motherfucker potatoed me right with his elbow right in my fucking eye. Oh, dude. In the middle of the wrestling match. So, you know what I did? It got real fucking pro wrestling at that point. And I fucking, <laughs> I gave him the three amigos, bro. <laughs> I did. I, I German suplexed that motherfucker three times. Like, as hard as I fucking could. Like, snap suplex snap germans dude i won that i couldn't see out of my fucking eye but i won that goddamn match <laughs> <laughs> i hope you enjoy the victory motherfucker
1: but yeah like yeah fuck. it that actually guy. was the weirdest thing because as a wrestling fan i of course heard all these oh the amateur accolades he did this he did that so then you try out for amateur wrestling go where's the ring yeah right like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> someone told me well there's freestyle wrestling where you start in a standing position i'm like okay well that's fine can i can i do like you know drop toe holes and fucking can i do like figure four <laughs> leg locks because that's the shit i know how to do
1: like when do we learn how <laughs> to run the ropes does... yeah and of course it, just like that south park episode like all right so you're gonna get on all fours and you get back and i'm like okay what hey hey <laughs> like yeah uh, when's this gay porn
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god
1: um that's so funny so speaking of people you would love to see in movies trish stratus lita and becky lynch (laughs) versus damage (laughs) control the team of bailey dakota kai and eo sky you know what i made this note on raw and i just have to say it dakota kai if you watch her she looks like you're scrolling through the emojis on your phone (laughs) She has the best reactions I've ever seen in my life.
0: Dakota Kai is like it's I don't like I don't want to say this because it sounds kind of weird and gross, but like she is the hottest woman in professional wrestling, in my opinion. I'm yeah, I'm just like every time Dakota Kai is on the screen, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've watched today. It's not because of her wrestling prowess, although she is a good worker, it's just because. I am so, and it's not even like like gross. Like it's not even like creepy, where I'm just like, ooh, look at those shorts, you know? Like I do that with JB Hader, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like it's not it's not like that. What it is is it's just like I'm just enamored. Just That's by the one. just by the way she looks, I'm just like, wow, this 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 girl is like extremely attractive, and I can't look away. That's how I feel about Dakota Kai. <laughs>
1: I did notice since becoming champ, Jamie Hayter's shorts have gotten longer, so I guess now she can afford more fabric. <laughs> Tony's
0: giving her more of a stipend for her gear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're champion. Your stipend goes up.
1: Meanwhile, Tony Storm shorts continue to be, oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, I've got, I've got a nice
0: clo- wrestling gear and clothing announcement. Oh, oh. My guy in Mexico... Like he's, he's made masks for, uh, he does Wagner's masks and like a bunch of the guys down there in AAA stuff. He's making me a custom fantastico mask.
2: Oh, nice. I'm getting,
0: I'm getting, cause right now I just kind of wear the lucha that I respect and I wear their masks. Like I wear the Wagner junior stuff. He's making me my very own original lucha mask. So I'll have my own branded mask.
1: Oh, that sounds awesome.
0: And it's fucking awesome. Like, it's, it's, it, it, work the gimmick, bro. Like, this mask, <laughs> this mask is fucking cool as
1: shit. Will we see it in season two? It's probably at the finale. Okay. Yeah, probably in the finale. So, speaking of Dr. Wagner, <laughs> just a person I know that watches wrestling, but not a super fan or anything like that. Bon Jovi's bad medicine was paying <laughs> and i just said hey you like wrestling fun fact there's a guy in mexico who comes out to the his name is dr wagner and the guy goes oh he licensed the music like probably not right yeah probably not
0: <laughs> he licensed it like ecw licensed it <laughs> and Look, there's Rob a good Van
1: coming down to pantera <laughs> and there's a good chance that bon jovi has no idea <laughs> Probably not. And if he did, I don't know if he'd even care. He'd just be like, well, I I, I'm too busy feeding the homeless in Philadelphia. I don't
0: I'm too busy trying to be the new Bono. Right.
1: <laughs> did you ever hear the Bono clapping story? Mm-mm. So apparently, I, I choose to believe this is real. No one can tell me it's not. Bono was on stage and he just starts going, and he says oh oh as he's doing it the crowd starts doing it so then he just says every time i clap my hands a child dies in africa and someone in the front row just yells out well then stop clapping your fucking hands <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's true. And oh course, my God, I hope that's true. Of course it was to raise awareness for charity, but just, oh my God, that's perfect.
0: Sometimes trolls in the crowd are right. <laughs> like, like,
1: oh my God, I just I choose to believe this is real. This happened and no one can tell me it didn't. Oh my God, that's wonderful. Like, I'm sure if you ask Bono, he'll say it never happened, like, No, it did. It totally did. This happened. (laughs) That is
0: so fucking great.
1: Uh, uh, I'm hoping that I get to see Trish turn on Becky and Lita. That's the rumor. Now, do you remember the last time Trish turned heel at WrestleMania? No, I don't. It was to hook up with the most dapper man to ever wear a turtleneck ever christian king that's right wrestlemania 19
0: that's right that's amazing
1: i can complete circles
0: that's good oh my gosh
1: plus can we just acknowledge my god trish and lita look fantastic
0: they do good for them right you know and uh we saw that stacy keeler's going into the hall of fame
1: which, hey, she deserves it as much yeah. as anyone.
0: Yeah, and uh, we saw that that finally Tim White is going in.
1: And finally Andy Kaufman.
0: Yeah, which like, is I, way overdue.
1: Like, I guess maybe this is Triple H doing the whole, okay, let's fix some of the flaws and actually put people in that need to be in. Yeah. Although, is Rey Mysterio our big headline? Because we only have four entrants this year.
0: I think that's all it is. As far as I know, demolition should have been on that list, but whatever.
1: They'll I never still go say I—I know there was the whole lawsuit and whatnot, but come on, time is running out, and these guys don't have a long shelf I mean, life afterwards. I mean,
0: I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little bit of South Park. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. So I—I do. I think that Trish will probably turn. Um, that's if Triple H is in charge. If this is in charge, it's going to just be a match that no one cares about, and nothing's going to happen.
1: Right. I would love to see somehow Beck, not Becky, Bailey break off from Damage Control and kind of be a single again. But I'm also not sure what you do then with Dakota and Eo.
0: Oh, they'll 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 leave. Like that's the thing. Like if you take bailey out of there those two are just going to be in purgatory right again and then they're just going to get let go
1: which is and every part a of me says, travesty and every part of me says well you have a women's tag team division can we make like oh what was that stupid match on smackdown lacey evans and Zia lee Li. like what the two people you just happened to see next to each other and catering
0: yeah they're oh you two come on
1: <laughs> right
0: and 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 again where they went up against Shotzi and Raquel
1: they went up against Shotzi and Natalia which at least they had a cool team name of the Blackhearts that's true I can work with that
0: yeah because that was Shotzi's name wasn't it Shotzi
1: Blackheart yes
0: yeah like so it makes sense and I was thinking actually I was thinking about that
1: during that but um... apparently Shotzi is such a big fan of the movie Christine that yeah. if they made her change her name from Shotzi, she was going to go with Christine Fierro.
0: <laughs> nice. That's funny. It's
1: like, boy, that's a deep cut, but good job.
0: Yeah, whatever. yeah, she's a big horror fan. Like, oh, I love when she does the... Horror fan.
1: Um, every October, she does the whole, here's what I'm watching for this day in October. Like, you have some good picks in there. I like it. Yeah,
0: she's, uh, she's definitely a real horror fan and not trying to fake it for sure I,
1: it was either her or hack the movies that i discovered the movie trick-or-treat yeah which oh my god best werewolf transformation scene i've ever seen
0: oh you're talking about the one with the little pumpkin kid or whatever yes. okay yeah I thought you were I, talking about the one with skippy handleman from family ties
1: oh no, no no no
0: that's a good one
1: it is yes you know my um, only issue with the pumpkin kid was we didn't need to see his face nah like that just it, I, I, I don't know I feel like it took something away
0: I thought that movie was fine and it kind of annoyed me like it wasn't that the movie was bad or the movie annoyed me it was the fan base annoyed me I can because see that anytime you go to a con there'd be like 15 motherfuckers running around at those little kids <laughs> like I'm just like you You know you're 6'1 <laughs> Like you shouldn't be walking around in that outfit maybe you dress your kid up or something like that makes sense right. you know but yeah, I, I was always just like, this movie is not good enough to necessitate cosplay everywhere. But that's just me being a traditionalist on horror films and not liking anything new. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it because it's new. I I know or I'm a crotchety old bastard sometimes. I, I get it. Yeah, the movie wasn't bad, though.
1: No. Well, um, speaking of things that aren't going to be bad, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio
0: you know i proved me wrong they proved me wrong because i thought this was gonna be a they were gonna pull some bullshit Rey mysterio and san and santos escobar versus dominic and damian priest bullshit that's what i thought they were gonna do but they proved me wrong
1: damian priest doesn't even have a match on mania as i look at the card
0: now he's on in that stupid battle royal tomorrow
1: which oh my god what a waste of lashley Yeah, well,
0: there's there's people saying that there's gonna something's going to happen in that thing. Maybe he's gonna finally take on Bo Dallas or something. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna have Bo Dallas finally fucking come down and you know fucking Captain Howdy, and he's gonna take the mask off and reveal himself. And or there's a lot of people that me included, and I think I may have started this rumor, but I'm like. And this is a perfect opportunity for fucking you to bring in Brian Cage.
1: I love this idea. I like, was totally down for this. Can you imagine
0: right? Lashley versus Brian Cage in a fucking crazy mania debut? That would be awesome. Brian right? Cage is great. Like, yeah. he's one of my favorite workers in AEW.
1: And they're just two big, beefy dudes.
0: Yeah, and Brian can bring it.
1: Which, hey, you know, as a fan of big man wrestling, that's all I've ever asked in my life. Yeah, like sure, I want the guy who did all the steroids and then hits really hard. Let's do it,
0: right? And 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 also, maybe this is the opportunity to bring
1: in Nick Aldis. I'd be fine with that too. But, but a I would lot of people, to see that.
0: a lot of people are saying that they're that's going to lead to a a Bobby Lashley L A Night match, which I'm just like fine i guess but like that's that's it, it'll be fine but it negates any like any cool like debut or any cool thing that i actually want to see you know what i mean because la say, they're just gonna have la night job out to him
1: i will say this props to la night for being as over as he is probably more so than bray wyatt is right now yeah like just from talking the guy does not win matches or at least not many
0: no and Dude, I was on, I was going through my Facebook, you know, not trying to look at this shit. And for some reason, Facebook's listening and crap pops into my feed that I don't fucking subscribe to. And people, you can see all these goddamn toxic motherfucking wrestling fans in there bitching of the LA Knights too old. And he doesn't need to be in any matches because he's 40 and blah, blah, blah. like, you were the same motherfuckers that were cheering on Ric Flair when he was 60.
1: Plus, DDP was champion at 43.
0: Yeah. And I that's didn't what, hear a
1: problem then.
0: No, and that it's he's goddamn smart marks, dude. Like fucking shut up and go Move out of your goddamn grandma's basement and go fucking do something.
1: Plus, is your biggest issue his age? It's not his work rate, it's yeah. not his talking, it's none of that. It's that he does he that... does it
0: better, he does it better than most people in there. Right. You know, i, do, I my thing with the whole WrestleMania is I don't want to see an LA night Bobby Lashley match. I just don't want to see it because I know how it's going to end. It's just going to be Bobby fucking decimating the match and Bobby going over. Bobby doesn't need to go over. Fuck Bobby's the same goddamn age as LA Knight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where is this good for anybody involved here? Like, but they're going to be like, well, and a lot of people are like, well, this is, this is, I've even heard a couple of people saying it was racist that they haven't had Bobby Lashley in a, in a WrestleMania match. And I've seen people say like, Oh, they're just trying to push him out. And I see people like, I'm just like, first off.
1: His opponent left. Like what?
0: Yeah. Like for no reason, like aside from, I guess he's got an illness or something. I don't know.
1: I don't know I've heard so many oh it's creative differences they wanted to go back to the fiend he was unhappy he's sick he's ill whatever like okay but the end of the story is he's not there yeah like no matter what happened the end result is he's not there to have the match
0: yeah and like I said you're gonna see you're gonna see LA Knight versus Bobby Lashley at Mania or if they want to do something super creative, they're going. Bray Wyatt's going to like make some kind of weird... Like, they're finally going to figure out what the hell's going on, and he's going to show up in the middle of that. And then it's going to be... What they should do is they've got fucking Bo Dallas on the goddamn roster. They, you know, with, with Bray Wyatt gone, maybe they should be doing something with that character. Right. You know? oh. But or, it's not going to be that way.
1: Or, I'm just throwing this out there, we have bray wyatt appear in front of a whiteboard and explain where all of this was going that would be
0: nice (laughs) like
1: just and i do a whole smackdown of that (laughs) take us back to the royal rumble and tell us what the plan was
0: yeah and like leave out the mountain um, dew please
1: like if uncle howdy had actually landed the fall where were we going
0: (laughs) yeah and that was uh, someone had mentioned last night on the spaces where there was a clip that they got released online yep. of, of them walking back together
1: Which, through the
0: curtains so it's like really
1: you're professionals that's that's just that's amateur hour like wait until you are backstage and then shake hands that like okay i'm aware that you all work together yeah. i'm aware that apparently other than cody and seth everyone probably gets along with each other at least in wwe
0: well, at least but, Cody and Seth can get along professionally.
1: Right. Yeah. Wait until you're back sta- Wait until you close a door behind you. And then, hey man, good job. You totally missed me though. Like, just so we're clear, you missed by like you. Uh, I'm guessing that's a Vince idea.
0: Vince is like, make sure you don't hit him. Don't, don't land on him. We'll have a camera angle up there so it won't look right. And then some goddamn fucking film school intern fucked up that goddamn <laughs> camera angle. You get an F, film intern. <laughs> F for
1: fired. For fucking stupid. Yeah, that is still my favorite part of the movie, Ready to Rumble. It's the bloopers after the credits when Oliver Platt rears back and actually punches Macho Man. And it's, you oh shit. Him, oh shit.
0: That's like, Sav- you know, Savage could fucking take a punch. But still, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I'm sure he was good, dude. You're fine. God, I
0: love that movie so much
1: it's so good it's 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 not a great
0: movie it's good i love it and i love it because i love movies like that but it's it's funny you know that's a movie that even i've caught my wife even watching and snickering a little (laughs) bit you know what i mean just fucking david arquette's over the top stupid ass shit
1: like i'm sorry when david arquette sees um rose mcgowan and does little foreign objects right
0: so my my uh, brother, he loves that. It's like his favorite fucking movie in the world, like pretty much. Like That's not horror. He's more of a horror guy, but like he loves that movie. And so he's, he makes a big deal about Sasha. Every time he sees Sasha, he's like, Sasha. It's <laughs> so pretty funny. But all right. Who do we have, aside from the inevitable Bobby Lashley LA Knight jobbing out the Bobby Lashley match?
1: Um, did we predict Dominic versus Ray? I feel like we, we did, complimented Ray.
0: Yeah, we yeah we didn't predict it. So what do you think?
1: I'm thinking Dominic goes over. Like, this is, storyline aside, this is a son, put, wow, this is a father putting his son over, hopefully giving him a career. And like you said, I'm sold. Dominic has done a great job. And yeah. I am the first one to eat crow and say... When Dominic first appeared, I thought just, oh, please, he's terrible. He's not that good, whatever. They put him with Priest, Finn, and Ripley. I don't know if they gave him advice or whatever. He came into his own, and he has been so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he's developed into a very, very convincing heel. His work rate is, like, just exponentially. A lot of the thing people get mad about that I've heard is, like he he just got given the spot in there. And he didn't have to earn anything because of who his dad was, but it's like you know what? I think now maybe at first it, that was seemed accurate. Yeah, but now it's he's, he's just like as capable as anyone. He's else. he's earned his keep and he's yeah he's more entertaining than some. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I really I really like this and I'm really glad that it's a one on one match. Those guys are gonna bring the fucking house down. I think that's I think this match is gonna be the sleeper
1: match right
0: right this is like gonna be the i'm sure thing.
1: right now they are in a hotel room together going okay here's what we're gonna do yeah
0: and yeah no, i think i think dominic will go over i think ray's gonna give him the give him the rub you know and let him go over
1: but yeah like we said with jungle boy like i'm sure who your father is might have gotten you in the door but once you were there i can't deny it
0: yeah <laughs> like one thing and, the one, that- and yeah the one thing i love about jungle boy is just like that he sells like a goddamn million dollars
1: oh yeah that match against Matt Hardy like say what you will Jungle Boy did a great job making Matt look good
0: yeah 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 like sure was... Matt
1: knows how to put a match together and didn't need much help in it but a side effect to the floor a side effect to the apron it looked great in my opinion
0: yeah it was it was solid that was one match I actually got to watch last night before, before, before I had, said no more of this. What was that? And then I had an impromptu like production meeting. Oh, like, that'll it do ha- it. Yeah, it was, like, it was like my my one uh, dude that's been kind of on the shelf is like, oh, let's talk now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's do this because there's a short window when I can actually talk to you right now. So, but yeah, but that's the match I actually got to see. And I saw it. And then I watched it until MJF came out and started yammering. And then, then that's when I had to leave.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of one of the weaker parts because it was, Jungle Boy, what did I tell you? I told you you have to worry about yourself and maybe step on some friends along the way. Like, even Jungle Boy's promo of, I'm going to do it the right way. Like, I'm kind of on MJF's side. Maybe it's because I'm binge-watching Succession. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, for those of you who haven't seen that show, spoiler, read the biography of the Kennedys. Oh. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like at one point, one of my friends says, Well, keep in mind the father gets caught with a high-level prostitute. Like, okay, JFK did that.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, Marilyn Marilyn Monroe and what have you.
1: Who, if the NSA is listening, died completely of natural causes, and that is all. There is no need to look into it at all, ever.
0: So I when my kids were little, they were like yeah, old enough to understand what I was saying. One of them was, and we were in the mall and they were in a, they were in a cart and we drove by like some store called Nirvana, some chain store called Nirvana. And there was, they had this like giant cutouts of Marilyn Monroe, like all over the windows and stuff like that. This is around Christmas time. So the mall's pretty busy.
1: The white dress, uh, I'm assuming.
0: Well, yeah, whatever it was. But <laughs> I walked by and I stopped and my kid was there. and I go, look. I go, look, Ash, it's a prostitute during the Kennedy administration. <laughs> I never got so many shitty looks from, like, mothers and grandmothers in my life. But Ashley thought it was funny. He just looked up and goes, ah! <laughs> Meanwhile, my other one's just sitting there like, he's like one and a half. He's like, I don't even care. But, like. Yeah, so that was fine. I think. I think Ash like, three. So in
1: more important news, Toys R Us is still a thing, and we should go there before they shut down forever.
0: Yeah, before they hike up their prices sixty percent to knock off thirty percent for clearance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which they did.
1: Um, I heard apparently someone's thinking about bringing Blockbuster back. Why? Which I, I don't understand the love
0: for fucking Blockbuster. I don't get it
1: blockbuster was okay it was every mom and pop store just not as good it wasn't even
0: every mom and pop store it was basically just like
1: it was the mcdonald's of movies yes that's what it
0: was seven dollars for a new release uh you can't rent a game unless you put down a 25 dollar deposit like i get that in big cities but in like my city you can't, it, the one thing we used to do is go on Friday night we'd want to rent a video game our parents wouldn't give us $30 to go and drop on a to rent a video game you know so like we couldn't rent games from Blockbuster you know I get that there's theft but go fuck yourself bro
1: plus if you rented a
0: shitty game you were off shit screen for yeah. the weekend there was like, another chain that like actually had a they had a really good uh I, they probably lost a lot of money doing that but they had a, a thing where like you could take the game home And if it was shitty, you could bring it back and like get a new game. Okay. Yeah, it was nice. It was. No, that's
1: a good try. Why not?
0: I I cashed that in a few times. (laughs) I'm
1: sure. (laughs) Like PS
0: PS1 games.
1: Like man, there are some shitty games out there. Oh man. Like what was it? I tried. There was one Batman game. I cannot think of the name of it on Sega. I could not get they had stupid gargoyles that only if they moved you could hit them, but they never moved. That must and have
0: been Batman and Robin, like the the
1: I think it was, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the the animated version. That I sounds
1: about right. Sure, why not? Like I was 12, sure.
0: And <laughs> you're like, I don't fucking know.
1: But yeah, like I'll never forget sitting there for hours, like, no, I rented this game, so I have to figure out this one stupid gargoyle that appeared five minutes into playing this. <laughs> um, I never did finish that game. I never did figure out the gargoyle. That one beat me. <laughs> oh, man. So, so, rounding out night one, according to Bleacher Report, Ron Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders for reasons. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for just to give them something to do. You know,
1: and, good for them.
0: They're giving them a WrestleMania payday. Right. You know? But like, still.
1: I did notice. So Raw this week was not Monday Night Raw. It was WrestleMania Raw. Oh, God. Which, like, okay. Are, are we eventually going to have WrestleMania Survivor Series and WrestleMania SummerSlam? Yeah. Or is it God. just the Raw before WrestleMania?
0: I don't know. They do these stupid gimmicky shit that they've never done before. And then they're like,
1: oh, like we're trying something
0: new. I was like, how about book? How about that would be something new? Right. Fucking, fucking have a fucking tangible goddamn or er, a fucking understandable goddamn storyline. That would be I, new.
1: Okay. That's like David Copperfield coming out and saying, okay, I know you guys want to see some magic, but I love singing. Like, cool. I paid to see magic could you fucking (laughs) fly please yeah
0: oh my god yeah no shit right like I want to see you like fucking make the statue of liberty disappear I don't want to hear you fucking play a goddamn whatever um, fucking Chuck Mangione tune on a trumpet go fuck yourself
1: oh one of my favorite (laughs) moments it was on two and a half men the premise was Charlie was neighbors with Steven Tyler one time out of like 12 seasons <laughs> and steven tyler is playing the harmonica charlie looks over like would you shut up with that and he goes hey man people pay thousands of dollars to hear me play the harmonica <laughs> and charlie responds with no they pay to hear you sing they put up with the harmonica <laughs> awesome right At there Shakira did a tribute to Aerosmith and she sang dude look like a lady, which if you have the chance, look it up on YouTube because oh my god. But okay. Shakira tries the harmonica and just no, that's that's not what we need to see from you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want no sing yeah. the
1: song, do the dance, moving on. Yeah,
0: that's that's what everyone wants. But I mean, I guess kudos for you for trying to branch out. Right. But that's do it on your own time.
1: not on mine it it looked just like if you've ever seen late in the afternoon a kid wearing a baseball uniform that's completely clean so you know they already played the game but the kid wasn't out there and he looked up at his dad and goes did you see me i really tried (laughs) like i know you did
0: (laughs) but you were still wrong (laughs) you still failed me but it's okay i have a daughter too Oh God!
1: Uh, so who do it's you have time the tag team extravaganza.
0: Who are the teams again? We, we, we have, have strong, Braun strong, Strong Man,
1: the Street Profits, the Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders.
0: I would love to see the Viking Raiders go over.
1: I was thinking the same thing.
0: I would love to see. What's the which one's the bigger Viking Raider, Ivar? Sure. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it. Yeah, Ivar. Yes. Um, I would love to see him pin fucking Strowman in the middle of the ring. Okay. Fucking no bullshit. Just Ivar goes over on Strowman in the middle of the ring. Now, this is what's going. That's what I want to happen. This is the prediction of what's going to happen. Braun Strowman going to fucking beat everybody up in the ring. And he he and Ricochet are going to win. Ricochet is going to do some weird flying thing. Braun Strowman's going to be like, and he's going to run around doing his little choo-choo train bullshit around the fucking ring. He's going to come in and he's going to pin people that don't deserve to be pinned. That's what's going to happen. Just wanted to throw that out there.
1: Oh my God. Do you remember they had it at one point? Strowman would do the run on television. They had a choo-choo while he was <laughs> yeah. doing it.
0: Oh my God.
1: And that was one about of the that. moments you had to just kind of go, I'm done for the day like I don't know what this is but this is not what I wanted
0: you know when I really loved Braun Strowman
1: when he was tipping over ambulances
0: (laughs) no fuck that that was that was that was ridiculous that was retargeting audiences Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no no I loved when he was doing this whole thing where he's like I need competition and then he had that that short stint with Sami Zayn oh yes that was great like that was the one that was when i really liked braun Strowman. ever since then i haven't given two flying fucks about braun Strowman.
1: especially when he first debuted he was massive yeah like he was thick he was tall now i mean kudos on him he's working on his health and whatnot but yeah. now you're just a tall dude
0: yeah I, I, he looks like everybody else
1: right like just yeah. you are now six foot five and that is it
0: i would have been more impressed with braun strowman and like omos if you still would have been that beastly Big, original dude. then it would have been like oh shit i don't think omos is gonna be able to do anything here you know or like bobby lashley and 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 uh and and braun strowman like that would have been great if it was like the old braun strowman but like yeah kudos them for being healthier but
1: oh my god now he's just like
0: everybody else he's in tag team purgatory
1: with ricochet right so on raw they had the nerve when almost is out to say can brock lesnar lift almost for the f5 can he get behind him for the german like well almost is 400 pounds according to you and he (laughs) did all of that to the big show when he was 500 yeah so
0: sure well, apparently, well, that you to know, WWE, they like to erase their history. They don't want, to, <laughs> they don't want anyone to know like what happened like a month before or like a year before.
1: Oh so. my God, they erased Brock's history while Brock was in the ring. When he did bringing up Strowman again, he did a superplex to Strowman. It breaks the ring, and of course, Michael Cole. I've never seen anything like this before, except you had and you called it. When the big show and Brock broke the ring, yeah,
0: yeah, they just pretend that we're stupid,
1: right? That's what I. You know what? It goes right back to the slam of Andre. Just Andre the Giant has never been slammed before. Like, yes, he has a lot. He's been slammed by Hogan before. He's been slammed by people on this roster before.
0: Didn't he fucking get slammed by Antonio Inoki?
1: Yeah, you know he got slammed by Kamala. He got slammed by Warrior. That was later, but sure. He got slammed by Big John Stud. Like, yeah. he got slammed by Harley Race.
0: Yeah. But, but you know, we're not supposed to do that shit.
1: Of course, then again, I guess Google wasn't the thing at the time.
0: So. Yeah. Back when, you know, you could still be surprised <laughs> by stuff. You can't be surprised by stuff anymore.
1: Oh, well, that is still one of my favorite parts of any political campaign. I don't care what side, is when someone. Well, here's the thing, and it's a complete and total fact. And then a reporter, according to Google, it's not. <laughs> like, uh, according to you, not a month ago, you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I don't even. I don't even watch the news. Like, if I watch the news, like, like, okay, so in this country, if I want to see political news, BBC, I watch BBC <laughs> for the for the news for here. If I don't because you can't trust the news in this country because they're all a bunch of goddamn money fed fucking opinions based upon someone's checkbook bullshit
1: oh it's still the funniest thing to me when i hear okay so here's where we stand on health brought to you by pfizer like really this seems unbiased yeah really like personally if i'm sponsoring the thing that i have a vested interest in i don't make it known (laughs) you know
0: that's why i trust like um Non-for-profit news. Okay. Because they have, like, when I worked in radio, I actually worked for, you know, a non-for-profit. And one of the, when politics were involved, they it was the law, according to the FCC, that they had to give equal amounts of attention towards each side of the arguments. So if they had some asshole from the Republican Party on talking about dumb shit for 25 minutes, they had to have the other side
1: from the other side from the from the from
0: from those idiots coming on and talking about the same thing that was just how it was done like that was the law and i think it that's why i trust it because it's like you get both sides like literally get both sides of you can't you don't have any fox news bullshit or cnn bullshit or msnbc bullshit
1: i always thought it would be interesting if there was some sort of a government funded entity for news but they were beholden to no other <laughs> not form of government that's the wrong word but government branch like if this branch couldn't be subpoenaed by congress or couldn't take anything from the executive branch but let's be honest we're all human and that'll never happen nope
0: it's just like communism it's, it's a great idea on paper
1: But once you branch out from more than five people,
0: yeah. Once once you uh, have issue, well, like once you realize that people are greedy, right? Like, and whoever's in charge is greedy. Communism is not such a great idea, like because it's it's not it can't work because people are flawed.
1: There was when I was in Budapest, they had this one plaque, and it's about a massacre. So it's not it. The thing that made this plaque happen is not funny, but boy, this plaque took a left turn halfway through. It starts off with this plaque is to commemorate the people lost during blah blah blah. Then it turns into and this shows that communism does not work, cannot work, will never work. Like, Jesus, this took a left turn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Propaganda based on a tragedy.
1: Also, there's a random statue of Ronald Reagan in the middle of the capital of Budapest. Ronald Reagan, the actor? Which, and there's no plaque. There's nothing. There's nothing explaining why there's a random statue of Ronald Reagan.
0: Maybe they like that movie Bedtime for Bonzo. Maybe I like to think someone
1: is. just put it there and no one questioned it.
0: It's like when you, uh, from what I've been told, like when you go to Perth, Australia. Yeah. There's a giant statue of Heath Ledger like like seriously because he's from there okay so, so I guess that makes sense to why it's there but yeah there's a giant fucking statue of Heath Ledger in Perth like okay cool I, it would be funnier if someone had painted his face up like the Joker like
1: <laughs> like, like oh look at that why me worry you know I, I wonder how long you could get away with it if you just put a statue somewhere like if you just put a statue of Hulk Hogan in the middle of Washington D.C., I don't think that, would, I don't think
0: that says... would go over well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, you, I bet you could make it a few months before. Well, God, what's that? Uh, so the Die Hard it reminds me of like Die Hard three, right? Yeah. Where like John McClane has to wear that racist sign, right? <laughs> you know, and like so there's like a picture. There's like a giant statue of Hulk Hogan sitting there and. It's like, and then some guys finally look over and they're like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. And and Samuel L. Jackson has to show up to stop everybody from defacing it.
1: It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I always love in Die Hard that the dad from Family Matters is still a cop. Yeah, He
0: always is a cop. He's a cop. And I don't think I've ever seen that guy not play a cop.
1: The only time I've seen him not play a cop is those recent commercials where he plays oh, yeah. a TV dad giving someone advice.
0: And that's only because they can't use Bill Cosby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's still wearing, this, my wife pointed out, he's still wearing Cosby sweaters <laughs> in those commercials.
1: Oh my God. So when Cosby went to prison, I looked up, there was an article what his day looks like. And they said oh he wakes up at this time he is secluded from everyone he eats breakfast then they take him to the library. Like well that's awful mean taking a blind man to the library.
0: Yeah do they have a braille section? Jesus. God. God. Like that whole
1: thing was such a shit show but it was just hilarious like the library huh that seems like an odd choice but whatever if Stevie Wonder wants to read books I guess I don't know. Yeah, you know, like
0: maybe yeah, they have f- fucking books on tape,
1: <laughs> and you can uh, get your link to Audible. At... <laughs> yeah,
0: pay me now. God. See that, All guys? Right.
1: I can make it relevant.
0: Yes, you can. <laughs> All right, so that was the. Let's go to night two. All right, so actually, let's we... take a let's take a quick break because okay. I'll be back. <laughs> I (laughs) drank all of this water, and I have to take a break. So I'll be right back. You drank all the water, folks. You can go ahead and entertain the crowd. I totally
1: will. So let's see. in, In AEW, can we just acknowledge how great it was? We actually got an actual Four Pillars moment. During the match with Jungle Boy and Matt Hardy, we got to see sad boy Darby Allen just studying on the TV as he should. Then we had Sammy Guevara with Ty Conti in his lap, paying no attention to the television, prompting you to ask, why are you watching the match? Because you're not watching the match. (laughs) Even better. Why are you with Ty Conti not watching the match at all? You you could just be with Ty Conti, but moving on. Uh, let's see, what else happened on AEW that was a lot of made no sense? Ah, uh, We had Dalton Castle and the boys versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Again, no one from Blackpool in that group, but God bless, they tried. So this... This, folks, was what's called an absolute mugging. Dalton Castle and the boys got no offense. Claudia was in the ring just beating up one of the boys. Mox on the floor beating up Dalton. Yuta on the floor beating up another one of the boys. Claudio wins with the powerbomb. And that was it. That was your showcase for former Ring of Honor champion dalton castle and let's be honest very entertaining group of the boys (laughs) i'm sorry it was just too funny uh but let's talk about something that was actually fun the intercontinental championship signing in smackdown we had drew starting off in the ring adam pierce presiding Sheamus comes out now i don't know if butch is supposed to have rabies or what but butch goes wild and just attacks gunter we ended up with a great butch versus gunter match on mania and i am now rejoined by our host ah that's much better ah.
0: yes butch is rabid i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what happened like uh, like he he well, he was like Pete don and he got into some raccoons or something. One of them bit him. And now he's fucking Cujo.
1: <laughs> That's what they need. The camera opens the door to the bathroom. Seth is smoking angel dust. And Butch is wiping the froth from his mouth. Done. We've solved it.
0: <laughs> I want to know what they're putting in the water over there in WWE. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, maybe Vince needs to take out the water coolers again.
0: <laughs> Man. God. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe they need to shift that over. Maybe they need to switch over to Colligan or something. Like instead, <laughs> instead of Primo. I think there's something in the Primo. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, Primo and Epico. <laughs> That's a reference no one will get.
1: Uh, off topic, did you ever see the show Blood Drive? No i did not it's so good if you have a chance it's um it's got the guy who plays jack reacher okay the entire idea is the world is now a complete wasteland as all of these shows are (laughs) and everyone is in this race from one end of the country to the other but their cars only run on human blood out, they oh. never make it clear that it's human blood, but no one ever once grabs a cow and tries it, so I assume it's only humans.
0: <laughs> Are their cars vampires?
1: Yes! Like, the engines open up and start, like, chewing people up as they come in. That's fucking weird. It That's was cool great. as shit. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. At
1: the very end, like, the victor is called the primo, so I won't spoil who wins, but... Oh my god, it was so much fun. It's like
0: fucking Vampire Hidalgo.
1: (laughs) There's a couple that's working on their relationship, but they're both serial killers, so they enter the race. That's weird as shit. What what network is this on? It was on the Sci-Fi channel. Mm. It, It did not get renewed for a second season, but I made sure to keep them on my DVR.
0: Yeah, nice. It's like right after Battlestar Galactica. we've got Cylons and Vampire Cars on our Tuesday night lineup
1: I I feel just like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory when he first meets Leonard of like so we need to decide if we're going to watch Firefly every day for the rest of the nine years because it's going to be on forever like there's no way they cancel it after one season
0: (laughs) that's funny that was the biggest mistake Fox Network ever made you know like I finally I'm,
1: come back to watching, I've never seen it before, but I'm finally watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. It's oh, oh, so oh, much nice. fun.
0: <laughs> I watched it, I didn't watch it in the later year, I watched it until like Angel left. Like, that's when I started, that's when I stopped watching it, because after that I got busy with something, or or I don't know. We all watched that show for Sarah Michelle Keller. That's it. (laughs) Whoever didn't, whoever says they didn't is a fucking liar.
1: (laughs) Like, oh, you were in it for Giles. Okay, you're a liar. Yeah, you're a fucking liar, bro.
0: (laughs) Like, I would accept David Boreanaz for like, you know, the the people that, uh, you know, are into David Boreanaz. But like, the majority of the people, I don't care. Gay, straight whatever Sarah Michelle Geller.
1: oh there was this shirt I found on Amazon and it just said we love Buffy we love Angel and it goes through the whole group. and then at the bottom it just says except Xander fuck you Xander
0: <laughs> or, in, or like and you too Seth Green to a lesser extent <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, for, I always forget Seth Green is in that until I think about it I'm like oh yeah he was in that
1: He has one of the best Halloween costumes when he shows up with a name tag just says God. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny. I totally beat him. Last year, I beat him. Here was my Halloween costume. It was brilliant. I will pat myself on the back until the day I die. I'll be a grandfather showing this picture to my grandkids. I don't care. (laughs) I got a child's graduation gown (laughs) and I put it like just below my ass and i fastened it so it would hang like just below and i put the cap on top and guess what that makes you a smart ass Ah, wonderful like i was way more proud of that than i should have been
0: god I, i don't know how long it's been like fuck i wear a mask most of the time so when halloween comes it's the one time i go out without it (laughs) <laughs> right, like halloween or as you call it tuesday tuesdays <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, yeah i wear the mask all the damn time so so i go trick-or-treating without the mask on it works out for me like it, <laughs> people are confused but then i'm just like no it's okay i'm a luchador <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay so we're speaking in.
1: of people you would love to wear a mask ronda rousey and Shayna Baszler. <laughs>
0: got thrown into that match they didn't even have to have a qualifying match like everybody else right like what was what's that
1: like they even they didn't even explain it they just came out and said so we're in the match like
0: okay that's it yeah like everybody else had to have these grueling fucking qualifying matches but no not ronda rousey and Shayna baszler right don't you cannot tell me that wasn't a vince idea
1: and, like, yeah, put them in even, there, pal. It's I even fine. put on my notes. So for reasons not explained, Ronda and Shayna are added to the match at WrestleMania.
0: Now, don't Which, get me like, wrong. I like Ronda and Shayna Like I'm a, like most people, bitch about Ronda Rousey. I like Ronda Rousey, but I like Shayna a hell of a lot more.
1: Yep, I was going to say, I liked Ronda when she was putting her heart into it. Now I feel like it's a job to her.
0: Yeah. I don't. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit anymore. She's just there for the paycheck.
1: And the, I don't know what's going on, but what is up with the eyeliner between those two? I don't like, know. It's they look shit. like the hamburger. <laughs>
0: robble, Robble, big cheeseburger.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> like okay. Um. Clearly, you're both big fans of raccoons. No. <laughs> you know what man
0: that's their shtick that's fine you know it's it's one thing when ronda was painting her eyes fucking shut but now they're both doing it and it's like okay i get it you're a team so you guys want to kind of look the same so it makes sense
1: you know what always confused me about it and it confuses me in aew now (laughs) and i don't know if any ladies are listening if you could chime in please if you're sweating and in a fight are you sure you want eyeliner to go into your eyes? Probably during a fight. <laughs> probably like, not. There are beautiful women in the UFC. I assure you, none of them are wearing blush into the cage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they rub that shit in their eyes, <laughs> like make their eyes burn.
1: Fart object. There you go. Of course, <laughs> then again. Back around. Of course, then again, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, and Ray Lewis wore a lot of the black paint like around his whole face yeah you're just huh none of that gets in your eyes huh okay well you're one of the best to ever do it so god bless who am i to challenge this
0: maybe that's what gives him his power (laughs) (laughs) uh war paint
1: uh so yeah i have no idea who wins this match nor do i frankly care
0: uh who's in the match it's we have Liv, Liv Morgan and...
1: and Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, we have Natalya and Shotzi against Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville.
0: Uh, I see Liv and Raquel going over because the big rumor is that they're going to be pushing Raquel to the fucking moon.
1: If they could tell her to stop smiling so much, that would just be great.
0: If they could just make her go back to what she was doing in, in NXT, right. I would actually give a shit but i don't care.
1: Like her whole gimmick right now seems to be look at my back.
0: Yeah. And i'm or look at my smile. I'm so happy and such a great person.
1: And you know, i got to give it to Bianca Belair cuz i was the first one to say she needs to stop smiling so much. She needs to stop hopping to the ring when she should be mad and she did. God bless her.
0: Yep. 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 That's uh I don't know, man. That, uh, but I think maybe in this match like I said I think Liv and Raquel are going to go over because they're going to start trying to push Raquel even though everybody wants them the internet still wants them to push Liv
1: I almost want Liv to lose just so I see Twitter go crazy
0: <laughs> that's that's good yeah, like, uh,
1: like there's that small burn it down part of me that just says I want to see them all suffer
0: that's the heel that's the heel side of you bro <laughs> You just went heel on Twitter.
1: But, Which uh, hey, nothing against her. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but I kind of enjoy seeing everyone angry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like when when social media fucking makes an indie makes a darling, like they're fucking darling, and it makes me just pissed off. It's just like I'm just like, what's so good about fucking Liv Morgan? Like she's fine.
1: I also don't know all what right. her gimmick is. Like she's crazy when she does interviews, but she's totally not when she's in the ring. I don't
0: know, and she's like friends to all the kids. <laughs> you know, like see, that which was is fine. Of
1: like, okay, if you just stay like this, I'm in. But instead, we have to do the whole. I don't know what am I going to do. I don't even know. Like, really? That that's okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm not
0: on the whole, like, Liv Morgan bandwagon. Like I said, she's fine. She's not even better than anyone else. And it's the same with Raquel. She's not even better than anyone else. She's taller. That's the, it. <laughs> the only fucking member of that women's roster that's, aside from Rhea, that I give a shit about is Shayna Baszler. That's you fair. Know? Because Shane is the only one that, the, aside from Ronda, that's a legitimate badass. I'd like, actually you know, could put up a fight, but they've ruined any any form of her badass, you know, badassery
1: and by making her job Charlotte... out the
0: stupid shit.
1: And if we turn Charlotte full heel, I'm in. But this whole, like, Charlotte is a face? No! Char- Charlotte herself has said she is just not a likable person. Yeah. Which, good for her realizing it, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> if more people realize that, maybe it would be a better place.
1: Right, like she even said, I'm a flair. I was led into this business because of my last name and my dad. I was given every opportunity everyone has ever asked for. Like, yes, we as the normal person can't relate and therefore don't want you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's great as a heel. Like, I love Charlotte when she's a mega mega beast there. right? I didn't <laughs> say the bad word.
1: Uh, so then we had... Uh... Brock Lesnar versus almost
0: oh, <laughs> that almost will be a good match
1: <laughs> not you know what that one's been built better than some of them you know what kudos to almost paying homage to crash holly using a weight scale as a weapon
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting to hear like that music the, like the holly music I, what
1: was he doing like he was three hundred pounds or something? He was a
0: super he heavy, super heavyweight Crash Holly. Yeah, that's a that's a shame that he's that he's dead. He was such a fun guy. Like he was such a fun worker.
1: I just you love know. the way that was worded. That's <laughs> a shame <laughs> that he's dead.
0: It is. It's a shame that he's dead. Like, like uh, Crash Holly was always fun to watch because you fucking hated the you hated the little bastard. Right. You always win the hardcore title out of fluke, you know, like you were just like, God damn it. Because everyone wanted to see Taz have it, you know, or like Raven or something. But no, it's always Crash Ollie. But that's what made him so good, is like he was just a little shit. <laughs> so um, yeah.
1: Oh especially when they were at Funland. Like that was <laughs> that was just so good. It was awesome. Like apparently the cameraman didn't know how he was going to get down the slide until he just says, "I guess I'm going down the slide." <laughs>
0: yeah, they kind of took a shit on that whole thing with that 24/7 title, which wasn't very good. It could have been. Right. They could have implemented that thing, but like when, when you know what, I lost complete faith in it when they would have they'd be just come out in the middle of someone else's match.
1: You know, and the do 24/7 title sucked with that. The hardcore title sucked with that. Like, stop recycling this. It doesn't work.
0: No. I remember when they made the announcement, McFoley's gonna come out, he's gonna announce a new title, and all of us were like, oh fuck yeah, the hardcore title's coming back. And it was this 24-7 garbage. And you know what you know who else ruined that for me? And even though it wasn't Reggie? his fault, it was Reggie. Yeah, exactly what I was gonna say. Like he was doing all that parkour shit and all that, and I'm like. I want him to do the parkour shit and then someone just come by and crack him over the fucking head with a cookie sheet right. or like or like a fucking speed limit sign or something, you know, like that would be great. Like and just watch him just get cracked, you know, and that would be fun to fun to see, like, you know, but then they yeah, it was just stupid.
1: And it just sucks because it's one of those okay, the things you can do are amazing. I don't care.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, he's not doing you them yourself- in NXT.
1: Like, you yourself are not entertaining. Stop this.
0: No. No, that character was crap when he fucking debuted.
1: When Carmella is the best part of your act, there's a problem. Yeah. She's another one. She and Chelsea Green were a team. Like, I never thought I'd say this, but what happened to Carmella? I don't know. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Maybe she got injured again. I get you sick know, of when she's in the ring and all you hear is Corey Graves being like, "She's so great, it's my wife." I'm like, Corey Graves, could you please go away forever? Right? Like you're the worst goddamn announcer I've ever heard in my life. Even the weird like Scottish Todd guy, <laughs> yeah, even Todd Pettengill's better, and even the weird Scottish guy that they threw into that thing for no reason is better. You know, like this is the worst commentary team, and that's one of the reasons why Raw's so shitty. Yeah because their commentary team blows
1: and you know what's weird Carmela strikes me so one time i got to see eva marie live and i was shocked at how small she was like yeah. you know they always say the camera adds 10 pounds whatever like i had no idea how tiny she was it looked she looked like if you were to grab her arm you could just snap it like <laughs> it would be nothing wow that's crazy And Carmella strikes me as the same way of just, I feel like if I was to see her in real life, she would look so tiny. Probably, yeah. Like, I met Trish Stratus, she didn't look like that. She looked like there was muscle on her.
0: Yeah. Like, Carmella seems like she's like the last remnants of the, like, diva search bullshit.
1: You know what, that is a totally fair thing to say that I did not even think of.
0: Yeah. She's like they were trying to reach out for that Diva Search crap and she was like one of the last ones that like are left because now that the crappy Bellas are gone thank
1: god. Although the Diva Search did give us Christy Hemi and Candice Michelle. I was totally fine with that.
0: Okay fair. <laughs> they also gave us Ashley Mazzaro. Yeah. Which, uh, poor <laughs> Ashley Mazzaro. That sucks.
1: Yeah she's another one of just like oh dude. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened but oh dude.
0: Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. For all the listeners, she passed away. And was Wasn't it a suicide?
1: Yes, it was not in the way you would like that to be.
0: Yeah. Same with Daphne, which is also a fucking horrible travesty.
1: That is one of those, oh my God, if you read Daphne's list, it's just a, wow. TNA could not have done a worse job. Yeah. Like, not even her career, just how they handled her injury. After Rosie broke her back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, like, I knew, I actually, I, I wasn't like friends with Daphne or anything, but I worked on things where she was there, and I talked to her quite a bit. And she was just a super friendly, happy, nice person. You know, one is totally not the crazy gimmick that she was in WCW, you know. She was just a really good person. Like I always knew that if I was on a show, and Daphne was back there, it was gonna be a it was gonna be a fun night, you know. Right. She just brought that brought that fun atmosphere with her, you know. And when she when she when she passed, and you know that was that hit me a little bit because I was not, I was I was upsetting because there was nobody. I don't know.
1: I've yet to read a single bad word about the lady.
0: No, you can't you can't find one right um and it's
1: so rare to find like universally no one has anything bad to say yeah like sure every now and then you run into and this piece of shit still owes me 10 bucks for the movie but
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's like i and and that's the thing i'm not even like actual rotten is gone you know Mm -hmm. that that bastard owes me six (laughs) hundred dollars he does but you know, it's like I. But I don't talk shit about Axel, right. because Axel also had. I had some good times with Axel Rotten too. Like, you know, he was definitely. He and I were definitely not the same type of people for sure. You know, I remember I talking on the phone with this with this fucking probation officer once,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, and uh, and I just, you know, I just. Like he was a really he was a really nice guy when he was clean, you know. What I mean, when he was when he wasn't on whatever it was he was on. Oh so, yeah. But I always that like he would call me, like Axel would call me on the phone, and he, he was just, the
1: one who broke down the word Mark.
0: Yes, and he would just talk to me like for hours, like he would just throw insight like at me about the about wrestling. Like I learned a lot of shit. This is when I first got in. And, and so he would just, he was just telling me all kinds of stuff until he explained to me, like why people are act the way they do and why promoters and blah, 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 and watch out for this and look out for that. And this is a, probably a good sign. This is a bad sign that I can, I owe all that to Axel Rodden. You know, he was like, um, as much as I got pissed off at him for, for some things like he, he really was a super nice guy to me. So that's upsetting, but It is what it is.
1: Right. So going back to predictions, we have (laughs) LSL Edge versus Finn Balor. Speaking of demons. Oh, that would have been a good run in. Damn it. Yes. I missed it. Moving on.
0: Okay, dude. So this match, I'm really looking forward to this match.
1: This is the match I have as the sleeper because so little has been done to build it, but this is going to be fun.
0: It's going to be brutal as shit. But, guess, Gangrel's on his way to Los Angeles.
1: I'm totally in.
0: So is Christian. Did,
1: I was gonna say, did I hear something about Christian is being loaned for this?
0: Tony is allowing Christian, from what this is a rumor, but Tony is allowing Christian to go for this at WrestleMania. Okay. So, and I know Gangrel's already there. So...
1: Dude, Gangrail, I had no idea how big that guy was. Oh,
0: dude, Dave's huge. Dave's huge. Yeah, he's a big boy. Every indie show in the world tries to book Gangrel versus Kevin Thorne for their Halloween show. Oh, every, I'm sure. Every year.
1: I'm sure. Like I'm sure every year around, I don't know, let's say what's before October, September, around yeah. September they all get a phone call like, "Really? That's the match? Hmm, that's so original. Good idea."
0: I remember one this one promoter that I really like. I still talk to him. He's like one of the only promoters that I really liked. He was telling me, like, towards when he stopped booking shows, he was gonna do a Halloween show. And he was gonna he was gonna book Necro. Necro versus Pondo.
1: Oh my That was a good match from XPW, as I recall. Yeah.
0: And he was like that well, was I, fun. He's like, I'm gonna book Pondo versus Necro for this. I'm like, uh I want on that show. Like, <laughs> I want to be on that show. Please let me on that show. you need to just
1: go to Home Depot, buy all of their tarps, and just put them all down. You might as well, because it's going to be a goddamn splatter fest. Like, it will be so much easier than cleaning up. I promise.
0: Pondo liked to bleed for, like, a crowd of 20. I could only imagine him, like, going against Necro for a a house about 200, 300. You know? I really wish that would have happened, but I was. I was like, I want on... When that happens, you need to let me know because I want on that show. I don't care if I'm, I don't care if I'm working on that show. I don't care if I'm just helping with the ring crew. I don't care. I want to be there and I want to be backstage for that crazy shit. Right? Pondo, like one of my very first appearances, I think it was my first appearance as Fantastico at a wrestling event. I think I may have told the story, but Pondo suplexed my buddy Syndrome under the bleachers. Right next to me, like he walked up and he's like, "Hey, kid!" <laughs> Boom, right next to me. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Was like, I was just like in shock. I was like, "Dude, he just suplexed Louis onto the bleachers and like this blood
1: everywhere." And I'm like,
0: "Oh my god!" He's like, "I like that." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" I don't know if ECW, like
1: I think yes is the right answer. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was that was a that was a hell of a first show to start to
1: to make your first appearance on. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I have Finn winning because Edge doesn't really need the win and he can move on to other stuff. Finn can finally win a match. I feel like it's been forever since I've seen him. First off, we haven't seen the demon since he had a heart attack and fell off the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. It was the dumbest... Once again, whoever wrote that down... I'm sure it sounded really good on paper but once you saw it
0: I know we all saw it. It was fucking a goddamn travesty.
1: Right? Like that's another one. Did the guy who write that, was he also the one who wrote, I'm afraid of my own potential? Like, was that the same guy?
0: It might have been. No, they probably fired that guy and hired his fucking retargeting audience brother. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking old roommate from school. No, like... Oh, God, yeah. I don't know. I see Finn going over. I think we're going to see a new type of demon this time.
1: I hope we don't see one that does all the fluid movements and dancing on the way to the ring, like a more serious version I would enjoy.
0: I would love to see a darker, really darker
1: version of that. By the way, that promo on Raw where they, like, spliced in... The demon makeup over Finn's face. Yeah. Whoever did that, kudos. You did a great job.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you better gonna... than
1: Modoc looked in Ant Man just no, saying. God.
0: But like I'm excited, I'm more excited not for that match, but just to see the brood reunion. Yes. That's what I'm excited to see.
1: That is gonna be so much fun. Because
0: you know that the you know, you know that the brood's gonna get involved because Judgment Day is gonna get involved.
1: And I'm curious, who comes out first? Do we get Demon first then the Brood? Like, I would think you wouldn't want Edge out second.
0: I would think. But then think,
1: Demon has to stand there for the entrance.
0: Yeah, which would be, I don't know, man, I would love to see the Brood be the the second.
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: Because, dude, you know, the, the real wrestling fans in that crowd that aren't like 10-year-old kids that are like, we love John Cena, or like, gonna fucking pop huge for that yes everybody misses the brood like everyone loved the fucking brood and you know what we need to see bloodbath
1: yes i would love not a to viscous see viscous fluid blast but a bloodbath
0: yes i would love to see fucking priest and and ria and dominic get fucking bloodbath
1: i'm thinking ria won't be involved because she's got to go on you know what she can it's go a on different night this. though why not it's
0: a different night
1: that's right it is. Yes, Rhea can be out there for this.
0: She may not be, but yeah, they, they can all be out there. So, you know, and a lot some people were even saying that they were going to try to bring Jeff Hardy and Matt too.
1: I don't know if I like the idea of Jeff I don't being like back that. in that environment. I don't
0: either. But like I think that Edge Christian and Gangrel, that'll be pretty fucking cool.
1: Especially that was the best version of the Brood. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah. They're the ones that hung the big boss, man.
1: But no, like Jeff Hardy, I'm perfectly fine with him staying away from wrestling. Like I don't know what's going on, but clearly this is not good for you. Yeah. Like. And the last thing I ever want to read is a Tammy Cinch story with Jeff Hardy's name in it. Yeah. No. I'm sorry, folks. That's the direction we're going with Jeff Hardy constantly getting these slaps on the wrist and clearly not learning his lesson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He probably just needs to stay out of wrestling because it's it's obviously. It's obviously a bad vice for him.
1: Plus, I'm sure he's hurting. Like, dude, you came back to AEW and proceeded to do all of your greatest hits, which is falling from really high things. Yeah.
0: And you're like in your 40s, bro. Slow right. down. like,
1: Dude, I, my joints crack getting out of bed. I can't imagine falling off a ladder inside of a ring.
0: I literally call for Ben Gay. Like, when I wake up, I'm like, I need Ben Gay.
1: Well, look what you do in your free time is. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I need, I need. Okay, better off. I need the icy hot. Someone give me the goddamn icy hot patch. That Why isn't be there prone. one on me right now? God, but yeah, I'm, dude. I, I'm so excited to see the brood. Like that's gonna make that's gonna make that night for me. Like just seeing that alone is gonna make it fucking rad as hell.
1: That is gonna be so much fun. God, I hope it's yeah. true. Yep.
0: Yeah. I hope so too. I hope they're not trying to swerve us. No offense. swerve. <laughs> I hate doing that, but like, it's funny. If
1: I hear Gangrel is in LA, oh, it's just for a convention. Like you wasted an opportunity.
0: Yeah, he's like fucking doing some spot for GCW or something, or or like whoever's out there, like some rando fucking like indie fed hired him Wait. to come out, you know. Um, but no, I think that. They they almost have to do it because of the demon thing,
1: right? And it's fucking WrestleMania, yeah. Plus, if you're gonna do it, now's the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I would, and I hope off the pot. And I hope they don't just do it to where like the brood comes out and then they turn around and leave and that's it. Like, I want to see the brood like involved in that match.
1: I am so sick of people walking out with someone, then walking back in the entrance ramp. Like, yeah. you put your gear on. Why is your gear on if that's all you're doing? Yeah. Like so, AEW is probably the worst at that, where just someone comes out, slap them on the ass, and they go to the ring. Like, yeah. You know what the worst one was? Stokely Hathaway versus Hook in a no DQ match. Why is the firm backstage? It's no DQ. Yeah. You was- can all just beat the shit out of Hook. There's yeah. 10 of you.
0: I don't they, and if they're not gonna come out, there needs to be some kind of segment where he's like, I'll do this on my own. Right. Like that's how you have to do that, or in order for it to make sense.
1: Or make that part of the stipulation of I get Stokely, no one from the firm is allowed at ringside. Of course, last time the JAS was banned from Ringside, they Sandy Guevara came dancing down. Yeah. Which you know what? I was talking about that while you were gone. <laughs> Sammy during AEW is watching Jungle Boy's match with Ty Conti in his lap. Am I still supposed to feel bad for Sammy for having to work so hard to get to where he is? Uh,
0: yeah, like, yeah. No shit, right? DC's <laughs> is bullshit. Right?
1: <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be mad at you. Also, if you're just going to make out with your girl, which kudos to you, it's Ty Conti, God bless. Just turn off the TV. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those we like to have noise in the background, but whatever.
0: Yeah. Most people just turn on The Simpsons.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The most easily accessible show, Friends or The Simpsons.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to remember. You know, like
0: they, they, this is really gross, but like, you know, like (laughs) you, you have, you turn some background music on while you're like having sex and Friends is on and you thrust to the.
1: Oh, there was, I, I cannot remember this person's name to save my life but apparently one person from American Idol, there was a sex date that was coming out and they were sued by whoever the TV show was on in the background because <laughs> it played their theme song. <laughs> so apparently not only could this person not win American Idol, she couldn't even make money off her own sex date because they had to pay whatever the TV show was. Like ah oh, damn, you just can't win.
0: I'm gonna come back, man. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna win this. And I'm gonna win this next time. <laughs> you all <I'm> gonna see. <laughs> oh, that was uh, so yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good match. Hell yes. in the Cell is gonna be badass. I'm. As long as they, like I said, as long as, like, Gengar on them come out and do that cool-ass entrance and then yeah, Edge comes down by himself, you know, the brood needs to be down there for it.
1: Oh, yeah. They have to be down there to counter Dominic, probably, because if they do Dominic on another night, why not? Priest, probably. Now, yep. personally, what I would do if we're going to have Rhea win, I would have Rhea on the same night so she's not down there getting embarrassed as the champion. That's the only caveat I would have on that. Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, like if she does come out, Beth Phoenix is going to come out and it's going to be a whole thing again.
1: Oh, God, must we?
0: Yeah. And, you know, they should push someone new to like come down and, you know, I don't don't care who, like, they should have someone come down that's like who could counter Rhea, you know, like maybe that's what they're going to do with Raquel.
1: I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think of who even I would view as a threat to Rhea. Like, there's this hierarchy of four or five women, and then everyone else who doesn't matter. And I hate to say who doesn't matter, but there's Charlotte, Rhea, Bianca. I would count Asuka in that. Then there's no one else seems to be in their league.
0: No. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they... I don't don't even know know who
1: you bring back. Taya Valkyrie is now in AEW, and... If I was her, I wouldn't trust WWE a second time. Oh, hell no.
0: I don't, yeah. I mean, the women, as far as like a threat to maybe Bianca, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, I, it, I don't know. They probably won't even do anything with, with Rhea in that match. Although it wouldn't make sense for her not to be there, you know, like they should. But that's why I think Beth Phoenix will probably come down and it'll be a whole thing.
1: Like, I'm even thinking of NXT. There's no one who's ready for the main roster. Like, Indy would be a fine mid-card addition, but there's no one in NXT who's ready to be the next champion of the women's division.
0: The only person I can see that they'd try to push that way is Raquel. Yep. Like, in on From SmackDown to come down and try to stop her. But why? why? Mia Yim would have been great. Like, she, if they would have booked her properly, she'd have been a great contender for really because yeah. she's like she's a beast
1: like you know what was the match mia had i think it was on raw it was mia and somebody
0: yeah um i don't know who it was i don't remember but i remember seeing it
1: neither do i and doesn't that say a lot it wasn't
0: a mia and oscar
1: um i don't think so
0: I don't, I don't know.
1: Oh, it was Mia and Candice LeRae against whoever they
0: were. Uh, well, maybe it was oh,
1: Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green.
0: Yeah, that was for that match, for the, which is dumb. Right. <laughs> it's, which, yeah, that like, was, it was dis- another catering decision.
1: Right. Like, once again, did you just look in catering and go, hey, you two, put down those chicken breasts and get over here.
0: Yeah, we need you now. Did you bring your gear? Right. Oh, no, no borrow hers. Um, <laughs> like, um, Mia, you just dress in street clothes most of the time anyways. So you're fine.
1: And you know, as, I, as as we're talking about this, what are the Good Brothers doing?
0: They're in that fucking uh, uh, They're Andre in the, the Battle Giant. Royal. They should have been in that, that match with, like, the tag teams. Like,
1: like I, here I'm let's sorry, cross but... off strongman and ricochet yeah. good brothers there you now have an actual tag team showcase they're
0: the best tag team they have yeah. yeah next to the viking raiders you know or like maybe if they brought back like the authors of pain or whatever like that would be, i would
1: love to see that
0: that would be cool but that's not going to happen because it makes sense um uh i don't know I, they're just in that battle royal. They're just doing a throwaway match. I guess they're waiting on AJ to come back to do something with them, because as of right now, they're just doing nothing but like booking them on house shows. Yeah, which you know, or dark matches or whatever.
1: I mean, I guess it pays better than TNA did, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I think McDonald's pays better than TNA does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one time TNA paid out pretty good money. You know, when Bischoff was there and all that.
1: So. And, just to just to make sure I was being salty in the right places, I looked up every five-star match that Dave Meltzer has ever given. Oh, God. Go ahead and guess, over the decades-long time that TNA has existed, how many five-star matches have there been? What, two? One. What was it? It was AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels versus Samoa Joe.
0: Okay, I can see that being a five-star match.
1: I totally can. But I can also see Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle being a five star match.
0: Dude, the the Kurt Angle versus freaking Ken Anderson right. in the in the cage that was an amazing match. You know, like there were some really good matches in TNA.
1: Like there's so much where you just go, "That's it." Over all this time, that's the only five star match.
0: There weren't enough Japanese people in the matches for Dave <laughs> to give it five it was stars. In the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. Seems like that's the only time Dave like gets a giant uh, star boner. You know, he's like, ah,
1: <laughs> Japanese stars. Like, I heard this fact, and this was the moment I realized I don't care about the star rating anymore. Yeah, Luchasaurus has more five star matches than Kurt Angle. What? Yes, Kurt Angle has exactly zero five star matches luchasaurus has won it was the um it was the best friends versus luchasaurus and jungle boy in the parking lot brawl Ugh.
0: dave Meltzer is a fucking hack bro
1: it's gotten to the point of like you can't be serious like he, i'm sorry but he's a hack no.
0: that guy's a hack he's just basically i don't know he's stupid i don't you know in bret hart's book where he like you know he has this parents in it. Like this is Dave Meltzer and Bret Hart's. Like he's the enemy. Don't talk to this guy. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> like that's that's pretty much Dave Meltzer. You know, like that 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 little segment of his book defined how I feel about Meltzer. You know, it's
1: so sad because it's like you used to be the authority. What happened? Like, was it just you want to be loved and you want everyone to? love you and value your opinion more than everyone else you want to have the Meltzer driver like
0: that's what it is it's bullshit
1: and again like dude you used to be the authority on this why are you now just I
0: never listened to that (laughs) I never listened to that schmuck I was I was more like okay if if, like Bill After like some of those guys from PWI like I listened to that shit because it made (laughs) sense You know, back when PWI was really great. But never listen to Meltzer and his stupid wrestling observer bullshit.
1: Even calling Hulk Hogan versus The Rock the worst wrestling match ever. Like, okay, first of all, I've been on indie shows. I will tell you that's nowhere near the worst match ever.
0: It's Super Dragon versus Joe Schmo (laughs) would probably be the.
1: I once watched a guy do. A planche over the top rope on the wrong side of the ring. <laughs> and yeah. the opponent still fell. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, I, you know, like, that's a, that's another thing. Like, people are defending online. But I got to, and this is, like, one of those ca- occasions where I'm like, dude, Cornette is so fucking right. That video of them all doing slow motion bullshit.
1: Oh the Jericho one that came out. That was stupid as
0: shit. Like
1: it's so dumb.
0: But apparently the crowd was loving it and that's fine, but I if I was at a show and I saw that happen I'd be really upset. Right. I would be like I paid money to watch this goddamn circus. Like I get that wrestling's a carny, but come on guys, like, you can pretend that it's not.
1: <laughs> you know. You know, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but the WrestleMania weekend that I went to I saw Orange Cassidy no less than four to five times. The first time, it was hilarious. I laughed my ass off. The second time, it was funny. The third time, it was, this is it. The fourth time was, this is really it? This is all you're going to do? Yeah, that's a shtick. I guess it works, but... Like, it's right up there. I love Bill Engvall, the comedian, And I went to his last show that was ever going to be in my area during his farewell tour. He did his greatest hits, which as a comedian, it doesn't work because you're like, the punchline doesn't surprise me. I know the next line.
0: Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody knows
1: the jokes. And I felt so bad because there were so many people there doing the whole, oh, man, I'm such a huge Bill Langbaugh fan. And then they would laugh hysterically like, no, you're not. This is the first time you're hearing this. This is my fifth time hearing
0: it. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, what else is on the list of our <laughs> fucking dumpster fire?
1: Bianca versus Asuka.
0: You know, I want to care about this match because I, I really love Asuka.
1: You know, the best build to this was on Raw, those videos they showed of Asuka's been here since NXT. She's been undefeated. Asuka's been Bianca has been a star athlete her whole life like boy this is a great build would have helped if it was two weeks out instead of six days
0: yeah and yeah I
1: and this is one of those weird I have Asuka winning just because boy I just realized I have like almost every championship changing hands on this show but like if the booking doesn't get better it doesn't matter who's championed
0: yeah I think, I don't know, I see Bianca going over.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: (laughs) I think she's going to, I would love to see Asuka go over, but who are you going to put her in a match against after she wins? Right. You know, because I I just don't know. I could see, I could see like Asuka and, and Rhea Ripley having a, having a program, you know, that'd be pretty fucking cool.
1: I could even see unifying the belts.
0: Which they should do, because there's just too many goddamn belts anyway. Not nearly as bad as AEW, but like there's but it's still like they should be un- they should be unifying everything.
1: That is still one of my favorite pictures I ever put up. It was like a Ross belt section, and then underneath was just Tony Khan sweating. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It got zero traction, but goddammit it made me laugh.
0: It's pretty funny. Uh yeah, I I don't know. I see Bianca Belair going over because Vince is not imaginative. Like he's just gonna be like, ah, let's just do this, you know? Like the I don't know. I I have a feeling that match is gonna be very paint by numbers.
1: I did love. And apparently, Conan on his Keeping It One Hundred podcast said Bianca comes out wearing so little she might as well be nude. Like. I'm sorry, long pants and a sports bra? Like, what?
0: I think he got confused by that one episode where she was wearing that skin toned, like skin toned like pants. Oh, yeah. That's our other, that's the cat. That's
1: that's the what, cat.
0: What's your cat's <laughs> Shorty. name? Shorty. Shorty. Is it Chad Cable? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Kitty, so, Kitty G. This cat, <laughs> I actually found her on the side of the road <laughs> and the she had a collar that had her name on it and let's just say the person who came over when we actually called that number was not the best person so it just became hey you don't want this cat do you i'll take this cat go ahead and bring this cat and we'll never speak of this again (laughs) and it's interesting because when he brought the cat back over the collar was off like oh, okay, you're just a piece of shit. Go be a piece of shit elsewhere. Wow.
0: What a, what a fucking winner. Right. Yeah. It
1: really is just one of those, like, dude, just go away, and here's hoping for the rest of our lives we never see each other again.
0: Yeah. Like, my house is a goddamn zoo. Anytime there's a cat, like, there's a neighborhood cat that likes to have kittens in my shed. <laughs> so I always end up getting the kittens before they go feral. Before they go Will Ferrell. (laughs) And uh, as in like getting stupid and not me not caring about them.
1: You know, I was going to try to work in the single worst comedic actor of our time. (laughs) Of course, then again, Seth Rogen is a thing. So now I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like his whole thing is a laugh.
0: Yeah, and it's, I don't know. Like sometimes he's funny. You know what, like everyone shits all over the green hornet but i actually kind of liked it i thought that was fine i was okay it was with fine. it Fine, yeah but everyone's like oh, the worst movie ever I was like you did see green lantern right like
1: right like it's nowhere near the worst movie ever
0: no i've seen yeah that that goes i think to the movie axum i think that
1: like axum, plan nine from outer space is still a thing isn't oh, it god although it's fantastico it's so hates
0: me. plan nine from outer space
1: But it's so interesting when you look at it and go, okay, they gave us what a female vampire looks like. They gave us, I think, the inspiration for Morticia. They gave us Tor Johnson definitely pointing a gun at everybody. Right. Like at one point even scratching his own head with the barrel of a gun.
0: It's It's an ongoing gag on my show about Francois making me watch that movie like it's been going on since season 2. If Francois keeps trying to slip it in, cuz he knows how much I hate it. So, maybe that'll happen in season season 5, you know, you never know. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah, I don't I see Bianca going over. Um, I would like Oscar to go over, but just based on the history of booking, it's just going to be a paint by numbers match.
1: I'm fine with either one going over but I want to see Mia Yim do a thing with one of them.
0: I would like, love to see Mia Yim involved in the like, t- yeah,
1: Let her do something. You brought her back. Why not?
0: They brought her back and Vince came back and then you didn't see her anymore. Yeah. That's what happened. And, like, you know, she was doing stuff against Rhea. Like she was having that program with Rhea and the Judgment Day with the OC and it was pretty fucking cool.
1: And then AJ got injured. Like sure, they never explained why Mia was in the OC, but who cares? It was fun.
0: He gave her something to do, and it gave us, you know, getting to watch Mia. again. you know, was right. awesome. Who's awesome?
1: Um, uh, let's see. For the main event, there's Roman Reigns versus Cody. We're so finally here. Here's my thought. <laughs> I've decided WWE is going to make Cody win, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Mostly because I'm lazy and I live several states away. if if i'm to see cody win i want to see the usos retain so we can have a rift in the bloodline and the whole thing becomes you're not the tribal chief anymore we're the champions now we are the head of the table if you want to go out and maybe get your belt back with no help from the bloodline maybe you can have your spot back
0: I am, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a really good, cool idea. Um, I see, like, I'm still on that kick that Kevin's, you know, in the bloodline. And I think that if WWE, and I've said this on, on social media, if WWE wants to swerve me, and <laughs> no offense, swerve again, um, and I know I have to every time, um, and they want to impress me, they're going to have Roman go over. Because, and I think I've discussed this with other people, and maybe maybe it was you guys discussed it, it's too goddamn convenient and it's too close to that 1,000-day marker for them not to want Roman to have it for 1,000 days.
1: And then a wild Dwayne Johnson appears. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> Some people think The Rock's going to show up. Some people think The Rock might cost him the title.
1: I don't like that idea. <laughs>
0: But then we could get a program with Roman and the Rock where it doesn't involve the championship, which is how it needs to be.
1: And maybe Rock can repair his image because apparently he was a complete jerk on the Black Adam set. Yeah,
0: that's what I heard.
1: Which, okay, that, wow, that goes against everything I thought of him, but.
0: Yeah, maybe Vin Diesel was right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. That's all bullshit.
1: You know, the whole maybe they were right. That was always one of the funniest things to me when Sting became the Joker Sting in TNA. And he kept trying to warn Dixie about Hogan. Like, okay, but you realize you're doing it in the worst way possible, right? (laughs) Like, you're being really weird and erratic. No wonder she doesn't trust you.
0: (laughs) Uh, So so you think that, that Cody's going over then?
1: I think Cody's going over and that's my pitch for the rest of the storyline.
0: Okay, fair. And I think that, I think that if they do it that way, that would be really cool. I think that would be really fun television. I think it would be, um, it would make the most sense. I still think, I still think Jay's not, I still think Jay's going to fucking turn on all of them. I still think that's, I think it's part of the plan. I, you know, but then, but then again, what do you do with Jay? right you know what i mean like without his brother what do you do with him do you have like jay and jamie feuding for the next year
1: which i'm iffy on because whenever you split up a tag team inevitably they come back together like yeah. the hardys did it the dudleys did it just a tag team that established never splits forever
0: yeah um you know fuck for all we know solo gonna be the fucking insurgent you know we don't know like that that's the that's the part of this match that to me is
1: actually fun and intriguing
0: intriguing yeah it's exactly what i was thinking it was intriguing because i don't know because if cody goes over cody goes over but there's got to be some bullshit it's not going to be it's not going to be a cut and dry victory there's going to be there's so much drama if but then again like no one thinks like like we do as far as like this goes because you know the, these bookers, these people in WWE, they just don't. They just take something and build it, and then get bored and stop. Right. So it's like, do they do something interesting that's going to be like really fucking cool, which is what they should do, or are they just going to have a, just a regular match, cut and dry? Cody goes over to another ring, one, two, three, no resolution to anything that's happened before. No, uh, nothing to move the, bloodlines, the Bloodline faction forward with a new role. Nothing to do anything. And that's, unfortunately, that's probably what's going to happen. You know, I would love to see Kevin become like the head of the table. That would be pretty fucking cool. Maybe in that Sammy, Kevin, Sammy, Kevin versus Usos, maybe they do a crisscross.
1: And if Roman is going away for a while, maybe he goes mad and does the whole I need some time to get my mind together and goes off and does whatever it is he does yeah or other way he could do a promo saying I've proven everything there is to prove I've been the head of the table since 2019 I haven't been pinned in four years
0: yeah I mean
1: and he can just say I'm done I'm going away something like that
0: yeah I mean that would be that would be kind of interesting. I, I like I said, that's the like you were saying, that's the intriguing. And it's a great word, and that was exactly what I was thinking in my head. That's the whole thing about this. But then again, I was intrigued when they had Sammy and Roman. Yeah. And and that just like ended poorly. Like it was just like a build to nothing. You know, like it was a build it was a, so
1: we're right back where we were.
0: Yeah. With cody going over like you know like yeah sure cody probably deserves to win whatever but it doesn't make sense right now for cody to win it makes sense for cody to win at SummerSlam, you know i could see that you know it makes sense for that to be like prolonged out where like he gets screwed over or whatever but having just based upon like i don't i don't know like this is one of those weird situations uh, with wrestling and WrestleMania or the predictions, especially for this part of it, anything involving the bloodline. It's weird because it's been played out to a certain way where they fucking they have you going one when they try to like swerve you to the left or whatever, and then they do nothing with that swerve to go back to where it was and then they make you think that they're going to swerve you again and you don't know like and that's. Both of those matches intrigued me because of that. Like, I I just don't know what's gonna happen, because I I Jay Uso man, like that that variable. You know, even though they've had him doing shit, I still think that the Sammy and Jay are like, he, he, Sammy and Jay may be the heels in this whole thing.
1: And Jay still is main event. Jay Uso maybe he wants a taste of it again. You know. Although, there is still time. There's still a SmackDown. Maybe we can get the one thing that I really want. And that is Brandy Rhodes to come out, interrupt Paul Heyman, and say, oh, who told you it was open mic night? Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, if she says that line, I'm in. I'm in.
0: <laughs> yeah, then I, I, yeah. That would be cool. I don't know. Is she under contract with them at all?
1: No, but I'm sure if you put enough zeros after a one, she'll say, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like I'm really like the next three days are going to be pretty interesting. I don't know. SmackDown probably won't be like the only thing about SmackDown. I'm interested to see is, is what they're going to do with Bobby Lashley, but it's going to end up just being LA night. I hope it's something with the Wyatts that they've been trying to like, make us like, not think about. So,
1: yeah, I'm iffy on if I'm even going to watch SmackDown because Supercard of Honor looks really good on Friday.
0: Yeah, who's on that?
1: That is... Oh, look at that. I just turned to it. Hot damn. Nice. So we have for the Reach for the Sky Ladder match, the Lucha Brothers versus Top Flight versus the Kingdom versus Aussie Open versus La Faccion Ingobernable. Oh, yeah. Then we have the embassy of Brian Cage, Khan, and Tonalua versus AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik.
0: Is this like AEW or something?
1: Uh, ROH.
0: Yeah, oh, it's all ROH, okay. So,
1: it's interesting to me because we see AR Fox team with Top Flight on Dynamite, but he's not teaming with them in Ring of Honor. So, Whatever. But then we have Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe, Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki, which had a way better build up than Oscar versus Bianca Belair. Just throwing that out there. How much you
0: want to bet Meltzer gives that match five stars?
1: Yeah, I see no reason why he wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, let's see Wheeler Yuta versus Shibata. That might be fun. El Hijo del Vikingo versus Commander. That would be really fun uh claudio castagnoli versus eddie kingston that would be awesome and hiroshi tanahashi versus daniel garcia
0: now can you get this on like bleacher report or like fight tv or
1: i believe it's on bleacher report i know it's yeah. available on ipay on iPay pay-per-view
0: how much oh, are they the gonna way, sh- how much are they gonna charge for this 60 I again
1: like, i think it's like something like that yeah I now, might by get the that way because it'll
0: be fun to watch
1: i got bored and I was playing around with N64, I found out how to make Daniel Garcia. Okay. So you go to create a wrestler, right? (laughs) For body, you're going to put generic 1. For hair, you're going to put generic 1. For face, you're going to put generic 1. For facial hair, none. For ring attire, you're going to put generic 3. For entrance gear, you're going to put generic (laughs) 1. For Ring Music, you're going to put Generic (laughs) 1. For Moveset, you're going to put Generic (laughs) 2.
0: That's really funny because you're right.
1: And I'm sorry if Daniel Garcia ever (laughs) hears this, which Daniel, if you hear this, you need better friends. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But... That made me laugh my ass off for ten minutes, and I'm just gonna keep going with it. <laughs> That's great. If it helps any, I'm a turtleneck. You can hang me out to dry.
0: <laughs> Dude, I really want to get Snake Man to come on and do one of these shows with us. <laughs> that, guy, that guy is hilarious. Could you imagine like conversation with, with- with me and Snake Man, and then us talking just about all the weird shit we talk about.
1: You know what the sad part is? Me bringing up our super Cardamata was just so I could make that joke about Garcia.
2: <laughs> like that was the only reason I did it.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Well played, sir. <laughs>
1: i had a dream and i saw it through damn it
0: you deserve this time you deserve (laughs) it you deserve all of it jesus oh god all right well that's wrestlemania weekend
1: that was three hours of predictions
0: sure was damn And, and well i'd say oh yeah that's right every time i always forget So if you like this podcast, or if you don't, if you wanna see more shenanigans with me and a pinata, subscribe to the Troma Now app for $5 a month with your first month for free to watch Fantastico Disaster Beach Theaters, season one of the Troma season. And uh, upcoming, we're gonna be shooting season two soon, and it'll be coming out late summer, early fall. And uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Everybody check it out. The show is ridiculous but I get to host a lot of cool movies. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like Troma's Joe Bob to a lesser extent, much a lesser extent. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So check it out. That's, that's what I get. That's all I got. <laughs> oh shit. I hope everybody has an amazing WrestleMania weekend. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of shit to watch. Um, I think I may actually watch Super Card of Honor, and the whole time I'm going to think about making Daniel Garcia <laughs> on Nintendo 64 with Generic 1 and Generic 2 and Generic 1 and El Generico. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He's not cool enough to have a mask. This is going to be... But yeah, so everybody have an amazing weekend. Thanks for joining us this will, uh, And then join us next week, and we'll talk about... We'll bitch about... Our our are about what happened at WrestleMania, because I'm sure there's going to be shit that's just angered us. Maybe not Jason, but like me, because I just I get pissed off about stupid crap really easily. Jason's the voice of reason, so which is fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good night and uh, take it sleazy. Peace.